0: You are listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: Yeah, I was watching this one guy uh, speed running, Ocarina of Time. Yes, I've seen those, and, and doing it like blindfolded. Yeah, you know why oh, wow. he does that,
2: right? Huh. Because his brother is blind, and that's how he can play the game with his brother. Oh, wow. Mm. Is he, he learned to play it like how his brother would play it, so that way they can play together.
1: That's awesome. So what, he yeah,
2: just dude. knows where he is it's based insane, on sound? But yeah, that's it's, awesome. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah, he's he's basically learned like all the steps, the patterns on everything. That's crazy. Oh, I, okay, I fucked it up. Uh-oh. Joe died at Mario Brothers. Yeah, no, I got hit. <laughs> I got hit by a, a fire.
1: Died in Metroid. is that a song yeah (laughs) yeah we did a song years and years ago <laughs> it is. It is a song. Like an actual song, or one that you guys just made up? No, one, one that, that we, we made, made up. up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there, we, there we go. <laughs> I doubt it, motherfucker.
0: And it's the 16-bit Gladiators here on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joel. I am joined, as always, by Jay. Hello. And also this week by Joe. A- wahoo! And once again, uh, becoming a regular here on the 16-bit yes. Gladiators. Mark Zamora. Mario cap. Mark is wearing his. Mario hats. I am wearing my new Mario t-shirt. Yeah, can't see what's uh, below the waist there. Although, it looks like you got the Mario suspenders on, too, kind of, sort of.
3: It kind of does, doesn't
0: it? In the form of a wife beater. But blue (laughs) and on brand. It's the
3: real Mario, the real Italian Mario. (laughs) That's what he would actually be wearing. You're more like the Lou
0: Albano. Uh, Mario <laughs> from the 80s show, the, that, rapping, uh, the rapping Mario. Is, is. Right. Well, if, if you're just singing badly, is it called rapping? I guess we can yeah. call it that. Yeah, sure.
2: Today on NPR, <laughs> when, when, <laughs> whenever white people try to have rhythm, of <laughs> course comes Dracula, <laughs> then, then the, the Wolfman Wolf too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen to our um, the monster squad, listen to our monster squad episode on another yeah, that podcast. That's right. But on this podcast we're talking video games and specifically talking some Mario because uh Mario. it's the thing but Not every Mario game
2: not every Mario it's game. Goal set strict ground rules. Well listen. On what we could talk about. We can't talk about Paper Mario. Nope. We can't talk about Super Mario RPG. We can't talk about Mario is Missing. Mm-mm. All Mario the classic No Mario Tennis. <laughs> Mario There's, Soccer.
3: There are a ton of games not even Luigi's Mario Mansion. Mario Golf. Signed by Charles Martinet. Hey, what? look at that. What? That's fun. Where did you get that, Mark? I'm super jealous. Uh, well, I bought the game at Walmart. <laughs> and then I, I, I took it to a con and okay. I had um, Charles Martinet sign it. So
0: Does he do That's the voice kind of, of Luigi ball. as well? He does,
3: yeah. Oh, wow. I just and Mario and Waluigi, and Waluigi. And a number of other characters. The
0: whole Mario, Mario family. <laughs> That's right. Because uh, we're talking Super Mario. We've got a new, well, I say new. It is a re-release of a Wii U game that's finally coming to Switch after, geez, what, like seven years now.
1: New material feels like it,
0: right? There's yeah,
2: new material there.
0: New material yeah. in the yeah. Super Mario World 3D, Super Mario World 3D, or Super Mario 3D World? 3D World. Super Mario 3D World. 3D World. Yeah. That's right, because uh, we had 3D Land on the 3DS, the 3DS yeah. which we'll be talking about later, along with all of the other Super Mario games. And yes, to clarify. This does not include the spin offs. There are plenty of just canon Super Mario games to talk about uh, on this episode. Oh uh, uh,
2: the, yeah. I looked, I looked at a whole list of like someone put together a, like this comprehensive list of Mario games, like every Mario game, every Mario appearance, mm-hmm. and like gave them different like classifications. Like there's something called the employment era. And it's when Mario did all those odd jobs. Like he was the referee for Punch Out. Oh, yeah. He was a plumber he was in you know Donkey Kong as a zookeeper like he categorized all this stuff and like that era ends with Mario Brothers where Mario and Luigi are plumbers mm-hmm. and then it goes into like I can't remember what it was called like the post crisis era and that's all the <laughs> Super Mario games like somebody did a lot of work and I can't Whoa. wait to dive deeper into it because man the theories abound in this in this article it's really cool uh, I'll I'll give you the link if you want to post it Yeah, Please do, yes.
0: We will be posting that on uh, our Facebook page. Please follow us there, uh, 16-Bit Gladiators. You're also going to find us on Twitter, at 16-Bit Gladiators. And, of course, you can't remember all that stuff. All you need to remember is 16-Bit We've got links to subscribe. You can subscribe from Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We've got handy links right there on the uh, website. Uh, And also uh, click on over to our social links uh, and follow us. So uh, Joe's going to post that there. Uh, And we're going to talk some Super Mario games. And I figured the best way to do this is uh, to go chronologically. That way it's all fair. We can start at the beginning in 1985... With the original Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment Center—that's right, the NES, the one that started it all. So let's go ahead and start there. Who, uh, Mark? Obviously, I don't believe you were alive when the original You're NES came correct. out. you were absolutely correct. I was not. Uh, uh, oh my
3: gosh, yeah. I was not alive when it came out, but I definitely played it tons. So
0: yeah, the thing about Super Mario Brothers, the original, is um, it's hard to find somebody like even people who don't play video games have played Super Mario Brothers at some point. Yep um and no. that's that's a rare accomplishment for a video game it is transcended just gaming uh everybody knows mario he's one of the most iconic characters just in the world uh and that's the the game that started it all everybody uh have one in nes yeah, yeah i had the front loader oh yeah yeah I did too. we had to blow into the cartridges yes yes <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I think people blew in the cartridges even when they had the top loader, but people would blow into this the side loader or the front loader too. Like you would open that up and you'd blow on the cartridge, but you also blew in the loader too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You or gotta get in both. Is it just me? No and, and if that didn't quite work, you had to kinda like when you
1: when you slid it in, you had to kind of jiggle it a little bit before yeah. pushing it down. What's I up with that?
3: Why do we all share that experience? It's almost I like it was on purpose. Know. There's no like technical <laughs> reason why that matrix. should work. <laughs> and yet it did.
0: Uh and uh yeah, that's how I played. For me, Super Mario Brothers like that original was when I discovered gaming. Like I had no longer had an interest in, in real people afterwards, after friends. They were just all <laughs> obstacles and conduits to uh, to get to my next Super Mario Brothers <laughs> experience. <laughs> Uh yeah man I was obsessed I, I would dream about Mario and uh it, yeah it kick-started uh, an obsession not in a sexual mm. way just furrowing his brow okay.
1: <laughs>
0: thanks just for clarifying it's just it's sure. like it's like Tetris you ever you ever wake up like just thinking about Tetris and how the blocks kind of fit into place or is that I, you know?
1: I have actually yes
0: yeah, yeah in for kind sure. of like a Goodwill yeah. hunting sort of way where you're looking into a mirror yeah. and you're seeing overlaid silhouettes yeah. oh yeah and you yeah. were
3: talking about secrets earlier and when you yeah. learned about those secrets it's like Oh, I wonder what else is here. And so you're thinking about every bush, every block, running around trying to hit every little thing, trying to find every nook and cranny, so you can be the one to spread the next secret. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a community game before the internet. It's a good point. Yeah, it did kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It's the first game I can remember that had warp points, and uh, yeah, it's a march point hidden hidden secrets, and uh, really kind of elevated what a, what a video game could be. And the first one uh, that was like side scrolling for for home, at least the one that I owned. It was up until yeah. that point. It was Atari
2: Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, you were you were yeah, stuck on like single screens. Exactly. I you mean, just... look, I mean you, you had side scrolling with Pitfall. If you owned Pitfall, that was yeah. you know pretty much a precursor to Super that's Mario true. Brothers. Yeah, um, that's true. The swimming but, but, scene. Yeah, the, the swimming, um, but no, you're you're right about Super Mario Brothers. Was kind of a it was kind of a game changer. The first time I played Super Mario Brothers was actually in the arcade, um, and then I ended up getting a Nintendo and playing it at home. But I remember going to, like, my father had a bowling league. So many of my video game stories start with, I went to my father's bowling league. (laughs) Um, But that was it. Like, I'd go with him on Friday nights. Uh, I'd beg him for quarters every, like, hour. I'd go and see if he had more quarters for me. I'd go play some games. Uh, And Super Mario Brothers was one of them. So it was really weird for me, having played that game exclusively in the arcade for probably a good year before I had the Nintendo, and then going from using the joystick to using the control pad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a bit of a learning curve that I don't think a lot of other people experienced. Uh, but I mean, that, that pad now feels like second nature. Absolutely. To, to play it so much, well, and you
0: necessary know? too, because you've, you've got to do that, uh, move where you put your thumb on the, is it the A button or the B button? The, the one A that button. speeds you up, yeah. The B, yeah, it's the, the B button. button. The B button. And then when you actually jump, you just kind of drop your thumb down under that A button, and that's that's yeah, the way you play, B, right? B to A, B to A. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I had to
2: pick it up and do it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard to the do with the got me.
1: Yeah, I never um, knew that it was actually an arcade game until probably 10 years later. Wow. And uh, yeah, I lived in the um, San Antonio in the 80s, and uh, it had to have been... I don't know, 10, five, 10 years after coming back to San Antonio. I think it was, you know what? I think it was at James's wedding. Mm. And I went to, I just went to a place that had an arcade and they had, the, they had the super Mario brothers arcade cabinet. And I was like, it just blew my mind that there was, that this was in the arcade.
0: I think most people's experience <laughs> was uh, from uh, the home console. Cause I, that thing sold millions. And of course mm. kicked off uh, the Nintendo that we all know and love today. And then it was uh, a year later. Well, let's see. How do we want to do this? Do we want to talk about the Japanese Super Mario Brothers Two, aka the Lost Levels, uh, or should that kind of be in an addendum? Because bro, do you, do, it's your you, it's your world, man. Well, Whatever it, you want to do, however it's you your want to do.
3: airship, Bowser. I, don't, maybe, <laughs> 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 I want to thank Mark for I being mean, on. If we're-
1: <laughs> if, we're, oh my God. if we're doing it from from like the American perspective, I would yeah. I would say that would probably come in later all on stars for All-Stars. With All-Stars. All
0: yeah. That's a good point. Let's do this because, uh, yeah, we're all American here. And uh, as far as we're concerned, uh, Super Mario Bros. 2 was... Um, <clears throat> Doki Doki Panic is that Doki the name Doki of the game? Panic. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Doki Doki Panic as it was known originally. When I found this out years later, like it had, it blew my mind. I was like, "What? I didn't know this was possible with video games." I'm like, had "They just reskinned something." It yeah. seemed like such a rip-off. Um and yet at the same time, Mario Brothers 2, uh USA, I should say, is
2: one of my favorite Mario games. I love Super Mario Brothers too. No, I, I love it, even yeah. though it doesn't have it doesn't share many of the same mechanics as the other Mario brother games. This game is so good. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. I think part of the reason why it endu- it endures is because it was so fresh in its approach, so yeah. different yes. from the first game, yes. but still familiar enough to you know to, to to keep people engaged. It was. It definitely had a story. Because mm-hmm. if you if you look at like the lost levels, it's just like the first Mario Brothers game where yeah. there's like there's really no story. It's just Mario running from left to right to get to the princess. But yeah. there's really nothing that gets you like that kind of fleshes out the story. Mario 2, even though you don't have any cutscenes or anything like that, there's a sense of like there's a sense of of growth and moving on and like learning things early in the game that then you have to come back to mm-hmm. later like it, you are slowly perfecting little tactics and little moves that you're not even realizing until you get to a point where you need it to beat a boss yeah. uh, and and I think that even though it wasn't part of the original like the original plan for Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. it ended up becoming a really a really huge part of the DNA of what Mario Brothers would become after that like they yeah. definitely do carry with. Like from Mario Super Mario 3 onward, there are aspects of Mario 2 yeah. that are still in the games and they pay off. They're really great. So yeah, like it's really it was a weird move. I agree with you. Super weird move, but ended up being positive in the long run. Yeah.
1: Totally. I mean, it definitely fleshed out like kind of this whole mushroom kingdom mm-hmm. that they've built all the rest of the games on, too. And and it wasn't just like this. Random world of of you know castles and and landscapes and things like that. It was it it actually became like a a world that had yeah. different factions and different you know different types of creatures in it and so yeah it, it, it's I don't know it I I definitely agree with Joe it's one of those things that it was unexpected but it yeah I don't think they could have done a better job as far as taking something like that and and fleshing it out the way that they did. It's especially
2: being the second one. It's the first game in the Super Mario series that returns to having slick floors like they Mm -hmm. had in the first Mario Brothers game. And you know, it now that's kind of a staple in Mario games as well. They have the ice levels, oh, the course, snow levels yeah. where you're, you know, and that, that's cool because it creates a challenge for platforming that like you have this. So you got to recalculate and recalibrate how you're going to jump, how you're going to make that that leap. Mm-hmm. And and that's fun. You know, there's a, a cool way that you play Mario when you first play it in your kid. And it's just like taking your time, making the jumps, you know, making sure you don't fall. And then, as you get older, as you mature, as you kind of get more experience in games and come back to it, then the challenge comes into like, how can I beat this level as quickly as possible? Right, Mm -hmm. you know that the the real the real um, uh, the payoff for playing a platformer Mm -hmm. is to try to like time that out and do everything kind of like you know like like a parkour runner you know that's kind Absolutely. of what super mario is like a precursor yeah. to that yeah there's uh, there's
0: the way you play the level and then there's the way the level is meant to be played by the designers play. because exactly. they've every mario game has been like that once you figure out what the pattern is it it mm-hmm. may seem random and and that's where other developers have kind of failed to to uh create games like the mario series that are so well laid out because I just think, oh yeah, random. Here's a like super ghouls and ghosts or, or games that, that really try to cheat you. Like, there's no way you could run through them the first time or any time. Like the, the yeah. where they've positioned
2: holes or uh, enemies seems random. Mario games are never random. No, they're not. And yeah. and you you make a great point because in the NES Thank and you. SNES eras, there were we were lousy with clone platformers. Mm, like man. they were using Bugsy. the mechanics. Yeah. Bubsy. Well, not even that, like Blues Brothers or, you know, the Wizard of Oz, Uh, even Super Star Wars had a lot of like platforming elements, but you could tell like it wasn't designed deliberately to like, okay, now here's the way that if you got the cadence of the movements, this is the way you do it. It was just, here's a challenging jump. Here's another platform. (laughs) Well, we've gone about two screens without a jump, so we need to put another one in here. Like that's it, it's so weird to go back and like just now playing super Mario brothers on, on the game and watch. <laughs> um, like it's so weird to go back and be like, this was deliberate. Everything about yeah. this is deliberate. The, the placement of the enemies as they come at you, how many are stacked up? Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, that is some skill and that's something that I wanted to bring up here is that Mario has endured for so long and like it's you don't see it, I think, with any other platform or any other uh any other console mm-hmm. where you have like this this uh this, this flagship franchise has endured for as long as Mario has. Like yeah. they base everything it is the gold standard and everything else has to kind of match that. Mm-hmm. You've got Mario tennis, and, and I know you didn't want to talk right. about these. Off limits. But you've got like <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, like, even in that, and that's just to kind of show it as an example, even with that, like, you've got a great sports title that, like, other companies are just trying to keep up with. Uh, and so I appreciate that about Nintendo taking so much care and protecting that brand of Mario. Like, there's very few, there are some, but there's very few stinkers that they stamped Mario on. No, that's true. Mark, last week you had
0: mentioned that uh, you actually kind of studied game design uh, going to school. Is that correct? Did they have any, did yeah. They have a course on Mario, or what is some? I'm sh- sure that at least one of the games came up in your studies.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, as Joe was saying, I think it was such a pinnacle of game development how every little thing was intentional, every block, every enemy, and so they would bring it up. Like we would analyze in my game design classes we would analyze like look at how the very first enemy you encounter is a goomba he's walking towards you and you have to jump over him Mm -hmm. um and then look at how these blocks are placed and like everything is walking you through teaching you the mechanics that first level Mm -hmm. and then the second level is more about okay now look at how we turn these upside down and then from there you're kind of on your own yeah not only that but then also from a graphical standpoint is like you're always taught like look at how to be efficient so one little unknown Easter egg about the first Mario Brothers, sorry I'm going back to the first one, but this is what they talked about a lot is that yeah. the bushes and the clouds and use the, clouds. the same sprite. Yep. But they change the color. Oh really? Yep. Just, I've just never noticed space. that. <laughs> yeah. So if you look at the bushes and the clouds, they're the same shape and That's they just hilarious. swap the colors. So it's like Mario something about it was just so intentional, so smart, and they really I mean, we've seen like they had like a hardcover of like the game development. Book of Mario, and it, you see it, the yeah. levels drawn out square by square yeah, on graph yeah. paper. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, those games are just so well made.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, I think I think uh, Miyamoto was it Miyamoto.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He uh, he had actually had a talk about that I don't know, probably ten years ago now, but he he basically said the exact same thing. Like they. They initially they were starting out. They wanted it to be like this kind of this action game, and and Mario was going to have guns and things like that too. What? But but then they That's they racist because right, he's Italian, right? <laughs> but they but they got into it and and decided that they wanted something that was more something that you know anybody could get into and anybody could enjoy, and uh, so they started doing that. They started going over the the level designs and started doing the iterations and and getting down like the not only the perfect like the pixel perfect jumping but also allowing for somebody to not be pixel perfect and to Mm -hmm. you know to make mistakes without it completely screwing them over And, and so you could have those new players and the people who will obsess over this for well decades now and and be able to just do a blind essentially yeah
0: all right. Well, that's Mario uh, one. Before we get off of Mario two, I did. We've talked about just how different of a game it is. In an alternate universe, I can imagine that, like, the rest of the Mario franchise, it, like, spawns out of Mario Brothers two and becomes a completely different thing. Where we always have four characters to choose from. They always have different jumping heights and lengths and strengths and weaknesses. Uh, where we can always jump on top of enemies and ride them. <laughs> like horses yep. uh and oh, then yeah. and and then pick them up over your head those gameplay mechanics sadly uh never really come back into the Mario franchise at least not in the way they were in, in Mario Brothers 2
1: yeah i always i always kind of wish that they did have the four different characters i know i know like the the new super mario stuff you mm-hmm. can you can do like um the toads as uh-huh. as a, additional characters but i always like to have that uh thing, bring the princess back bring toadstool and luigi and mario yeah yeah you know, the four main people
0: uh, who was your favorite so yeah. uh, to to play from of the four i was a luigi man myself oh yeah uh, I, was, I, I always I, mario. Yeah. You know joe, I always, always mario? did princess
3: yeah you always played princess joe you're always mario Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was always the the um, Princess Peach, also just because I wasn't great. I was like a little kid, so I wasn't great at jumping. So- and she had that floating ability. Float yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, exactly. "Let me perfect my jumps, and then some- if I was feeling brave, I'd try Luigi out." Yeah, yeah. Lu- Luigi's really
0: squirrely. It does take a while to kind of uh, and very very slippery even as he jumps. But uh, he mm-hmm.
2: he was really challenging for me to, for the Birdo fights to have to like yes. pinpoint that landing on the egg to catch yes. the egg and then yes. you yes. throw it yeah. back.
0: Yeah. But, but when you nail it down, like being able mm. to just like literally jump across the entire screen <laughs> with those little yeah. legs flailing in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I always like that. I always I associate with Luigi.
2: Luigi was great when you had to do the stuff where you like grabbed the key and had to escape the mask like Luigi mm-hmm. oh, got yeah. you out of that pot real quick. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as you knew how you were jumping with him. But then, you know, if you were in mid-jump and that thing hit you, you were thrown all over the screen. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, you had to be sure what you were doing there. That's anybody who could perfect the the Luigi
3: playthrough, my hats off to you.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment because I did.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is. Absolutely. It is definitely absolutely. absolutely. I would
3: also use um Luigi's like if you held down they would charge up and then they would Mm -hmm. launch up if you let go so Luigi would get the highest so I would use him to kind of exploit and get to places I probably wasn't supposed to but (laughs) yep
0: oh yeah all right. Well, let's move this along, though, because uh, we're on Mario Brothers Two, and we're already half an hour into this episode. So let's uh, <laughs> move on then to uh, the natural predecessor, uh, or not predecessor, a uh, successor, Duck Hunt in, uh, in <laughs> Super <laughs> Mario Brothers Three Speaking again. Speaking Mario cameo, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. He is in Duck Hunt, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's the hunter, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Not the hunted. Is he?
2: Is he yep. the hunter? Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you learn something new every day a little mario yeah, trivia there for yeah, us today I sure did. yeah sure yeah wow but yeah in mario 3 uh he he became the hunted uh, <laughs> <laughs> like benji benji the hunted <laughs> man the ultimate prey <laughs> uh yeah mario brothers 3 which really was uh, like i said more of a a spiritual successor to the original mario brothers of course yeah didn't really pull anything i believe from mario brothers 2 which makes sense it was in development uh,
2: I think well before that game uh, was released. Well, you least. could grab things though in Mario Three. Yep. Like, yeah, you but could grab like pick the shells up. and things yeah, like that. The yeah. over your head, but you could actually hold them. So that was yep. that was a carryover from two. carryover
0: exactly. That is true, but yeah, the, the the different way in order to pick things up, you had to do them from the side. You couldn't do it from the top, and it, and it really the, the the bouncing mechanic came back, which had been mm-hmm. missing from Mario Brothers too, where you know you you jump from enemy to enemy. Uh, Yeah, yeah, a lot of people consider Mario Brothers three the best Mario Brothers game. Uh, I don't know that I agree. I don't. I've got at least three above that on my list. Um, But (laughs) but I I do recognize just how huge and inescapable that was, um, Mm -hmm. and how there was really nothing else like it. And here's a game. Sounds like John Madden. Here's a game. Here's a game uh, that uh, was following up one of the biggest games that everybody had played had the tall order to not only uh, match it, but, but surpass it, uh, and did, both in level design and uh, difficulty, mm-hmm. and really, by the end of the NES's life, just kind of pushing that hardware to the limits uh, with the yeah. amount of colors and all sorts of tricks that they would use to to make the gameplay smooth.
2: Well, they yeah. also marketed the hell out of that game. Oh, yeah. Like That yeah. game was pushed harder than, I think, any other game on the system. They made a movie to promote that game. <laughs> right? right, The Wizard... <laughs> the wizard yeah so yeah absolutely no it was it was cool it had you know talk about secrets it had a lot of secrets it introduced something uh that we ended up seeing in the next game that was the overworld map
4: yeah where you would
2: pick the levels and then go into them uh that's something that i love i Mm. love that about mario games now i look forward to that yep
3: yeah and for me we that was so mario 3 was really like the first one that i bought Cause it was like out when I was a kid Mm -hmm. Um, and we bought them as a trilogy, but yet that one was the one I always went back to. It was my favorite and it was just cool seeing how, like you said, how the graphics increased from one, two, then three. I mean, that was just such a fun game and all the new power ups and, all the different like lore things happening, like the castle moving and the airships and the music. I mean, yes, the music. to me, that's like one of the best 2D Bro, that, games. That final sure. world yeah.
2: where you have to go through like that, the, uh. man,
3: it's the final airship, but then also the final tank.
2: Yep. yep. That, you have to go mm-hmm. through. Like, that last world is unrelenting. <laughs> it
0: really and it's, is. And it's and broken this, up it into is. like what, four or five different little mini worlds. And you never know mm-hmm. when you're finally getting to the end. And yeah, you're yeah. right. That last one where they've doubled the scroll speed. And yes, uh, you know how yeah. many how many times you get crushed uh, when you couldn't make that jump in time, <laughs> just get stuck oh, yeah. behind something. <laughs> I also have to say, Mario Brothers Three uh, is probably single handedly responsible for my love of the color yellow. That box mm-hmm. with the flying mm-hmm. first time Mario could fly too as a raccoon in any of the games. Uh, but yeah, that that box with a bright yellow uh, art and just a huge image mm-hmm. of of Mario like that stood before I I owned the game. I would rent the hell out of it. And that yeah, stood yeah. out on a shelf at the video store, man. Like you always yeah. knew if Mario
2: Brothers was in, was in stock before you even got inside the door. <laughs> well, what was really cool about it is up until this point we had Fire Flower and a Star. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And now, like we had the uh, the leaf to make Raccoon Mario. Oh, they went crazy. You could be Frog Mario. You could be Tanuki Mario. Hammer. Which, Hammer Brothers Mario. Was- hammer brothers mario i still don't think tanuki mario gets enough love uh Mm -hmm. but like because he turned into a statue man Mm -hmm. that's super cool and also what super mario 3 uh introduced was giant world like you had the the world where you were bigger than everything and then like everything was giant it was so big and like i love that like you had said like they took advantage they pushed the graphics and the colors and everything to the limit uh, and it's the, the most memorable thing about that game for me is just how diverse the levels were.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they took everything they had learned with that game and uh, carried it over into the small handheld uh, device that had just been released called the Game Boy, the Nintendo Game Boy. And uh, in 1989, it got its own Mario game in the form of Super Mario Land, Land. Um, which yeah. I guess is kind of the, the first time we see this land-world dichotomy. Um, mm-hmm. because land is always, the Mario land games are always kind smaller. of synonymous yeah, with a handle. Yeah. Yeah. A land is smaller yeah. than a
2: world. Right. So it makes yeah. sense. I mean, that's why they, in, in, you know, Disney did it too with Disneyland, mm-hmm. but then there's Disney world. That's right. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. Disney galaxy, right? No.
0: That's right.
4: And <laughs> Disney odyssey. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Disney right. has
1: bought the Milky way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Milky way. I like that. That'll be, uh, coming soon. <laughs> To the Nintendo Switch. Uh, but yeah, anybody own uh, Mario Land or play it on the yes, original yeah. Game Boy? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. Having that on the go was, again, it was kind of just this, this whole revolutionary thing with, mm-hmm. uh, with the Game Boy. It, you know, it, it
2: even though you needed like five different accessories just to be able right. to play it anywhere. Like,
0: to I need the light
2: and I, and I need
3: the <laughs> magnifier. The magnifier <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, and bring
0: extra batteries. You need some double yes. A's. Yes. Yeah. I admit- what was interesting yeah. about
3: that game is that it was Mario but similar in the vein to comparing one, two, and three, it was like, oh, it kind of stripped all the extras from Super Mario three out and it mm-hmm. was kind of like back to basics, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. And I thought what I, another thing I thought was really cool is that it took us to a different world. So all these games had been in the Mushroom Kingdom That's right yet this one took us to uh, so or something like that, right. yeah. Yeah. and it was the first game with Daisy in it, and it was like, oh, yep. okay, oh, it was wasn't
2: um, it yeah. yeah yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. the first one with Princess Daisy, and instead of having like the firepower, you had the bouncing ball. Mm -hmm. which they've just introduced, well, I mean, I want to say recently, but it's probably been a while now in Super Mario Maker 2. uh, One of the powers you can get is the bouncing ball. Oh, fire. fire. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, i got to admit, though, um, never a big fan of that. Uh, Those early Game Boy days, you know, the the old black and white one, the screen for me is just way too small. And coming from, you know, your, your, I was going to say your big screen TV, but I was probably playing on a 19-inch Zenith. Back in the uh, Ooh, the 80s. <laughs> but uh, no, no. You it was one of those TVs where you had to, it, it, it stuck around so long you had to like hit the side of it. it the, the image <laughs> would jump. Anytime you have to mm-hmm. hit your appliances, you know there, it's time to be replaced in order to get that. Violence problem. and technology, not good bedfellows. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's right. Uh,
0: but at least you had the real estate. Um, whereas here you are, Mario, like I, I feel like you could walk across the screen in less than a second. It just felt like a very claustrophobic
2: experience. They did they did a couple of decent ports on the three D S so you could get those games on the 3ds mm-hmm. and have like a backlit screen and you know kind of get the full experience of playing it but yeah you're you're right about the game boy just the 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 resolution on that thing was just disgusting like everything was that <laughs> that that monochromatic yellow and black yeah, yeah and just just disgusting to it's i'm surprised because i still have my old game boy yeah and i i'll every once in a while i'll throw it i'll turn it on i'll play a game and i'll be like i don't even know how i how did i do this because it was my only option it was my only option it's the same reason why like why did i play so many of these tiger electronic handheld games oh that's right because it was all i had at the time (laughs) the the screen
1: speaking of the resolution on it Mm -hmm. if i remember correctly it was either the same or just slightly bigger than the actual resolution for the nes oh really and yeah but the but the main reason why it seemed like it was so much smaller is because well obviously the smaller physically size but because the screen size itself was so much smaller they had to make all the characters a lot uh, larger and all the stuff larger on the screen, so that, it seemed like it was a much smaller real estate.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Everything had to be scaled up uh, for that little yeah. what 2-inch th- by 3-inch screen or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. But... yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we would be graced with high-resolution graphics in a Mario game uh, not a year later, or a couple of years later anyway, at least here in America, mm-hmm. in 1991, with the release of the Super Nintendo and, of course, the packing game super mario world now um this is one of my top two super mario games ever and and still is it is still yet to be surpassed i i go back and play that maybe once every other year so we just went through it uh, a couple of months ago and man does it hold up and it's
2: it's the best one it's the best one for me it's the best yeah Yeah, that's your top tell me tell us joe why why is it the best one yes. i just think that pound for pound uh as far as like level diversity uh you know enter- just entertaining it's entertaining to play without being obnoxious mm-hmm. without giving you too much like backstory or like cut scenes or like you know I, it's just it's kind of the best of everything mario like yeah. you, it gets you into the levels it doesn't it holds your hand like kind of mark was describing this earlier for the first game there's like a level that they use to kind of hold your hand mm-hmm. and show you the mechanics. But then from there, it's like you're on your own and yep. figure it out. And it introduces like alternate ways to finish levels yes. and being rewarded for finding those alternate ways to finish yep. the levels. Um, it's just, I mean, color wise, it's so vibrant yes. and beautiful. The music is like, it stays with you for 40 years after you've <laughs> played the game. Yep. Just like, just like usual, I play the game once a year. Basically I'll play through the whole thing. Uh, and there's no other Mario game that call, that has that siren's call that I come back to it mm-hmm. and play it again. When when Sarah and I were pregnant with Harper and we moved into our apartment, one of the first things I did in Harper's Nursery was I hooked up our old tube TV, mm-hmm. hooked up the SNES, yeah. and I played through Super Mario World awesome. again. And did like 100% completion on it. And just had a, had a great time uh, as I prepared to be a dad. Like, <laughs> You're you last rock. I never get tired of it and kind of like I I was talking with Jay about this yesterday because he and I have been trying to hook up to play uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world multiplayer. Mm. Um, And while I've been waiting for us to try to find a time to do that, I've been playing through with each individual character to unlock nega Scott. And I told, I finally did it. And I told Jay, I was like, Man, this game's fun, but the second half of it just goes on forever. Like mm. the and, and and I get it. Like they made the levels a little more complicated, a, a little longer as you get to the end of the game. But like the Gideon level, level seven is like it feels like it never ends. Oh no! And but but I told Jay, I'm like maybe it isn't even the case. Maybe it just feels that way because I've played through it four times in a row now at this point (laughs) rapid fire and i'm kind of getting bored with it and and it's true i mean it's a great game a great homage to classic games but comparing that to super mario world which will always feel fresh will always feel fun and i don't know if it's just because it's what i played at a very important time in my gaming life Mm -hmm. and so it's like with me like super mario world is like it's like a best friend it yeah. is seriously like a best friend that I am happy to see no matter what, even when it's frustrating. I love it. Um, and it, it doesn't do that thing that some of the, the newer, like new Super Mario Brothers U, uh, like where they kind of, they kind of gear some of that for the hardcore gamers, the hardcore players.
4: Definitely. Like, all
2: right, I'm going to super parkour fast, this level. Like, yeah. like Luigi, super Luigi U is like, You've got ten seconds to finish this level. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't yeah. give me that kind of pressure. Yeah, you know, just let me have fun. And Super Mario World's filled with it, man. Different colored Yoshi's, Yoshi. The, I mean, the just introduction Yoshi of in general. Yoshi, yeah, but the introduction right. of Yoshi—you've got like the, all the different Koopa kids, and there are different ways to beat them. And, and just watching the land evolve as you're beating the levels—you yeah. are constantly rewarded. And we were talking about this in the microtransactions episode. Mm-hmm. You are constantly rewarded for beating a level that it makes it addictive. That like you yep. need to do one more. Let me do one more so I could see what it changes or what it does. And and I mean, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I lo- I mean, I could go on forever, and I know that's annoying. I love this game.
0: Well, let's not go on forever. Anybody else have any thoughts about <laughs> Mario World before we uh, go on down the timeline into the the nineties? Mm,
2: no, it's you sure know.
0: Not
1: good. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with Joe, and and I don't think that it's just because you played it at a at a stage in your life where it was that much of an impact. Because I see people even now, people half our age or even younger, who are playing it yep. and thoroughly enjoying it. I don't know, if maybe it's maybe it's not their favorite of the Mario series, but they're still playing it and they're still thoroughly enjoying it. And even, even people on like Mario maker two are recreating super Mario world levels just in different styles and maybe doing little tweaks on it just so that they could kind of, you know, kind of have their own little take on these levels. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, spoiler
0: alert there talking about Mario maker. We'll get to that soon. Uh, (laughs) But for now, moving on uh, to uh, the sequel question mark to super Mario world. Which was titled uh, Super Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, which uh, I posit is not Super Mario World 2. That name, that title should be nowhere near this game, so we don't have to dwell on it. This is Yoshi's Island, uh, full stop. Mm. (laughs) I agree. I agree with
3: you. Nintendo was really weird about its sequels during this time.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, good, good game
1: on its own. But, oh yeah, a great game actually. Yeah, yeah, but definitely not a not a not what I would call a Super Mario game. No,
0: and and I know we, we made apologies for Super Mario Brothers too, um, because you know, even though it's completely different, it still kind of feels in that world. Yoshi's Island really spawned its own tangent of Yoshi games yes. that all kind of have yes. that same you know, you're collecting eggs, you're shooting eggs, you're aiming. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the 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 art style is different. It feels a little more geared towards kids even though that game is fucking difficult i i guarantee you <laughs> yeah. no child under the age of 10 can beat that yeah. game uh but yeah uh almost doesn't really count and i really think they just added super mario world title to it uh in order to to help it gain some traction and some sales because that yeah, was near the, the end of, for the name recognition yeah i believe it was oh, near yeah. the end of the the super nintendo's kind of life uh the, because the next year uh the nintendo 64 would be released and uh, Mario would make the all-important jump into the 3D world with Mar- Super Mario 64. Not a pack-in game, but a uh, uh, a first-release game. Like, it was released along with the system, uh, one of maybe like four games uh yeah launch title for the nintendo 64 and uh it's i was like there wings
2: 64
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't remember the other ones were
1: turok maybe and there uh, was a wave race wave race oh, was turok one. came out way later was turok came out later no. yeah yeah turok was turok was considerably later well i just was rem- killer uh,
2: instinct a launch title no that was um, later too
1: no it was killer instinct goal was later because killer instinct okay. came out because that came out snes though. yeah yeah That's-
2: I thought for some reason I thought Killer Instinct Gold was a launch title. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah.
2: N64 had some, de- even though it had problems control wise, it had some. It had some games that are pretty memorable. Like It's it was an ugly time in video gaming. Yeah, Messy. Uh, but there were a couple of games that endured, and a couple of games that even despite them being bad, I like. Um, yeah. But Mario sixty four is one of those games that's both ugly. But still a really fun playthrough oh yeah. yes yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. groundbreaking
0: in its own right because uh, we'd had 3d games up to this point you know the PlayStation had been around for a couple of years already uh, and was touting some some 3d graphics uh, <laughs> but the controls were always off like the camera nobody had really kind of mastered how do you put the camera where it needs to be in order to, yeah. to control mm-hmm. beautifully in, in, in a 3d world. And fucking Nintendo comes along is like, hold my beer with Super Mario 64 and just nailed it. Like, Mm -hmm. to the point where, from that point on, everyone was like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, this is what 3D platform games
2: should feel like, be designed like, and and control like. Mm -hmm. And now this is the third time that a Mario title has come in and defined a genre. Yeah. Like, this is... That's that seems to be what Nintendo does like there's I can't think of too many times where they've come in with a Mario title that's, you know, kind of leading the way into a new era of gaming and, you know, they kind of they, they screwed the pooch that doesn't <laughs> seem to happen for them. Nope. Um, you know, and you're right. Mario 64 came in, and like everything felt right. It was so intuitive how to control the the camera while you're playing. Like, there's I can't think of too many other games that like even when I'm playing like Call of Duty or whatever. Like, just kind of trying to adjust my view while I'm playing, nothing feels as natural. And on that horrible controller, too. Know. You <laughs> it didn't
4: just, even
0: have it an, felt a felt right. You didn't even have a second analog stick. You had those four little yep. yellow c buttons they called them mm-hmm. uh, yep. and man, going back to that mechanic, I don't know if anybody's played um mario three d all stars on the switch uh, but uh i as much as I praise mario sixty four for uh breaking new ground and and showing the way, man, that game does not hold up for me. I played uh
3: it's, in a half an hour or so it's in my it's top three. Us. It's in yeah. my top three. It's probably in my top three also. I would, like, yeah. I
1: would put it in my top three as well. But I it's one of those ones that you know, unlike Super Mario World that I can I can go back and play any time. Super Mario sixty four is one of those ones that I really have to be in the in the in that headspace of yeah. I'm going to play Super Mario 64. It's so funny. It's yeah. so
2: funny cuz when when I was living with you when we were in high school, it was like the end of near the end of high school and we were playing through that. Mm-hmm. I remember you had to like there were so many levels that I was like, "Jay, you got to play this. This yes. this levels this levels way too difficult. You got to play it." And I think you might remember like I ended up getting it on the DS. Mm-hmm. And through it, and I was like, "Jay, this is so frustrating because I can't make you do the levels that are too hard for me now." <laughs> and they changed up the control scheme for it on yes. the DS too. Yes, I did. And so, in some ways, it was a little, a little complicated, a little more mm-hmm. complicated. And you had to like unlock other characters now that could do certain things that Mario couldn't do. Um, and so, I ended up playing through it there the first time. My first playthrough on my own was on the DS, and I think that's when I kind of, I. I developed a love for the game that I didn't have before. Mm. And then shortly after that, I think I ended up buying an N64 bought Mario 64 for it, played through it again on that. <laughs> and then like every once in a while, I'll dig up the old Nintendo DS version, throw it in my three DS and play through it. There's something about that game yeah. that, that just speaks to me. I really love playing it. And I know a little bit of that is uh, it's, it's probably uh, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Spent so much time with it, but uh but I I dig it, man. I dig the music to it. I dig the 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 stuff that they they broke new ground doing a lot of that, like going in, getting all the stars, and finding different ways. Again, taking stuff from Super Mario World and like translating it to 3D, where there were different ways to finish the levels, mm-hmm. different goals. Man, they sure knew how to give you every bang for your those Mario games. Yeah,
0: that is true, yeah. and and that is something. If I can't stand up for the game itself. Uh, I can at least uh, recognize the importance that its music has had on the Mario franchise because a lot of the themes that we still have in Mario games today, obviously, we still have the original Super Mario Brothers theme, and Mario 3 added some other ones. Mario 64, like the racing theme, uh, we were playing Super Mario World <laughs> 3. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: exactly. That is still used, and in, in, anytime you hear that song, you're like, oh, I'm about to race. Like this yeah. is the racing mm-hmm. theme for Mario, uh, and then there's a couple that came right on Mario 64. So uh, yeah, man. Isn't
2: this isn't this the first game where we got Mario's voice? Yeah. Oh, you are
0: and absolutely Mario? right.
3: In in a mainstream yeah. game, yes. But yeah, Mario's first game with a voice was I think Mario teaches typing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, did he sound yeah, like he course. does in Mario 64? He the, does. Same, same guy. Same and Charles Martinet, huh? Charles Martinet. There you go. Uh, is, and is this the, the game where when you beat it at the end, he's like, thank you so thank much for, playing my, for playing my game. you for playing my game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Always remember that. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, uh, Mario 64 may have propelled Mario into three dimensions, but it would be another six or seven years before we got to see him again. Uh, and this was along with the GameCube release. Now, I don't believe it was a launch game um, because they have been working on it for a
2: while. But uh, hey. Super Mm -hmm. not to to mess up your flow when did Super Mario Land 2 come out? Uh, The seven golden coins I thought that came out like in in the Super Nintendo era Oh, we totally skipped it, didn't we? Yeah, Yeah. look at that, 1990 And I think that's someone that introduced
1: Wario, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. sure was
0: Sure, well, I don't don't, don't know whether to pick it up here or to to splice it in but uh, either way, you have corrected my error Thank you, Joe Yes, 1992, Super Mario Land 2 six golden coins for uh, the Game Boy Now, was this Game Boy Advance? Was this in color now?
2: Uh, I, think, I think it was original Game Boy. I think yeah, it was, it was maybe Game B- Maybe Game, Game Boy Color. Yeah. Maybe Game Boy Color. Or yeah. they could have had a re-release for Game Boy Color as well. I feel but like I, I know it's true.
0: I played it on the, on the Game Boy. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I played it in color at some point, but uh, yeah, I think you're right for the original um, Game Boy. And uh, yeah, a sequel to uh, the first one, and uh, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways kind of surpassed it one would yeah. say. Yeah.
2: Now, didn't this game introduce Mario with the wings on his hat that we would end up getting in in Mario 64? I think so. Or was it the bunny ears? So, yeah. There was oh, something right. that came
1: out of ears. his hat. Yep, yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was so, the bunny oh, ears. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could uh, do a whole episode on uh, animals that Mario turns into. Um, <laughs> we've, <right>. got, <laughs> we've got a few more on this list coming up later. Uh, yeah. But before we move
2: on, anything else to say about uh, Mario Land 2? So, cool. just, I think just to kind of touch on what you guys talked about with like, Super Mario Land... So, like, visually, it looks just like how you would imagine what Super Mario Brothers would have looked like on a Game Boy.
4: Mm-hmm. And,
2: like, they, they just completely kick it into high gear graphically with six golden coins. Like, this looks like an SNES title. Yeah. Uh, it's an impressive looking game mm-hmm. for such a shoddy lo-fi system. <laughs> uh, and, it, and it plays well. It's a good game. Uh, it's super fun, but just like Super Mario Land two, it's also super short. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: there's only so many bits you can fit on that uh, those little tiny cartridges back in 1992.
1: But uh, yeah, it's nuts because like doing emulation stuff, you can get the entire Game Boy library, every single game that was ever released on the Game Boy, for like less than 100 megabytes. Oh my god, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. Even the entire NES library is only like seven hundred megabytes.
0: Yeah, wow, I remember because I used to be able to fit it on a CD that I would emulate <laughs> on my Remember se- those? My Sega Dreamcast, yes, compact <laughs> I discs. I can't believe
2: you're talking about CDs. Joel's always teasing me. He's like, Oh, physical medium. Oh. <laughs> hey
0: man, we had what we had back in the days. Before uh That's true. any downloading content on the internet, which we'll get to mm-hmm. later. Well, let's get back on track with our 3D Mario games. So, uh, yes.
3: Really quick, don't forget, you mentioned the weird sequel. Super Mario Land 3 was Wario something, wasn't Wario's it?
1: Woods. Wario's, Wario's
0: Woods. Wario's Woods. Oh, the, oh, did they put the Super Mario, the Mario name Land. on that, too? Yeah, they did. They put yeah, the Super yeah. Mario Land title no, on it. not having that. Mm-hmm. That goes in the Yoshi's Island category. <laughs> well, not canon. Wow. So we're going to gloss right over that. Thanks, Mark, for bringing it up, uh, only to show how wrong they were in doing
4: that. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. so. Because, dude, they end up starting to name those games kind of like the Rambo movie franchise. <laughs> right. Like, yes. Super Mario Land Five, First but blood. Wario's Woods Two. Like it was like wh- what? Because yeah, when they they ended up doing Wario's Woods Two or one of those games, wouldn't that be? Uh, yeah. they, they they sequelized it, but it's like wait, wouldn't that be Super Mario Land Four? Then uh, what? Right. What are you talking about?
0: Yep. that's how franchises are made, and the Super Mario franchise continued with uh, yes, the GameCube's introduction in uh, what was it two thousand two, with uh, the very controversial. Super Mario Sunshine now, I... Love it. Love You love that
1: too? I love, yes, that, love, too? I love that game. Are it you is. kidding me? Is it in your I top three? I never understood the controversy on it. Wow, really? Well, I, yeah. I
0: then maybe I'm in the minority, although I don't think I am if you do a Google search. <laughs> uh, but, well, uh, according to this podcast, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. On this podcast, I'm of a minority. The <laughs> but I got to tell you, when uh, I, I was excited. I had a GameCube, uh, and I was really Uh, looking forward to this, especially after Mario 64. I couldn't wait to see what the next foray into 3D uh, would be. And you you see the previews, and you see it in motion, and it's silky smooth, 60 frames a second. Uh, He looks better than he ever did. He's not blocking anymore. You're getting water and reflections and the lighting and just all the advances. And then it's just weird. Well, first of all, what put me off initially was we now have voice acting. You know, We had heard Mario voice before. But um it was always in phrases and now there's like a full on script with voice acting, uh and that that already was kind of off putting. He's in this weird world, uh I I'll the island of Delfino or whatever. And yeah.
1: which was shaped like a dolphin, which was, right? was the code yeah. name for the GameCube. That's right. Which mm-hmm. came first, the uh, the dolphin and the egg. Chicken. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and then The the controls, you know, where I was praising Mario sixty four for the camera, like really not getting in the way too much. Uh, Mario Sunshine, I could not fucking wrangle that camera to save my life or Mario's
3: life. Died many times in that game. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I think that game is just so good. And you know, you look back to Super Mario one to Super Mario two, how the mechanics are different, yet it's still in that same vein. That that's how I feel about Super Mario Sunshine. I think. It's so fun, it's so cool. You get all the familiar platforming mechanics from Mario, but now you have a new little twist to it that you can learn and I think the levels are just amazing and how it expanded that Mario aesthetic graphically was so cool and and we you've talked a little bit about how I studied game design. Specifically, I studied game art and Mario Sunshine was the game that made me go, "Oh, that's what I that's what something I would like to do wow. potentially as a career and that's something I want to study." So that was like a groundbreaking game for me.
0: Uh, is beautiful. Yeah, I, I won't dispute you there, uh, but I just remember it being the very first Mario game that I didn't complete. Like, I I don't think I got 50% of the way through that game. Just uh, d- d- didn't jive with the controls. Uh, I, I just kind of wanted, wanted to jump around and freewheel like Mario games had taught, and now I had to master this uh, second control stick and shoot water at the same time, and up is down, and down is up, and what the fuck is happening? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, it was definitely the first of the Mario franchise uh, that Nintendo was starting to push like their proprietary control and stuff That's like a good point where we like yeah. the game was kind of more of a it, well, I would I don't want to say more of a tech demo, but definitely served as a tech demo for what was to come on the GameCube rather than like just being a game and i loved mario sunshine i thought the the story to it was pretty cool i thought that the uh, like like jay had said about super mario 2 like opened up the world of mario it wasn't just the mushroom kingdom it kind of showed that there are other worlds that existed in this universe of super, this galaxy of super marios uh and i thought that you know kind of creating that mechanic the the I can't remember the dousing machine. What did they call it? Flood. flood. The flood. flood. Uh, in, introducing that thing was like, it was awesome. It, it was really cool. And kind of like cr- figuring out like, okay, what do I do for this guy? And how do I take this thing out? And I still remember like taking out the, the flying piranha plant thing. Like that was a, such a cool boss fight. Mm-hmm. And and it was something I hadn't done in a Mario game yet. Like they, they kind of, they opened the door with Mario 64 And kind of you got to see a world that felt bigger. But in this game, you got to actually like play in the bigger world. It felt like there, it didn't have the constraints that you felt like the N64 one had. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Anybody else have anything to say about uh, the worst Super Mario game? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, 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 you know what? Has anybody played it again recently since the release of Mario All-Stars 3D? Yeah.
1: I haven't played all the way through it, but yeah, I've played uh, I've played several hours of the All Stars, oh. the three D All Stars. Yeah, I
0: got to admit, man, I, I tried to give it a fair shot again, thinking like, okay, you know, it's been a couple of decades. Maybe uh, I just remember it now that I'm better with dual analog sticks. Maybe it'll it'll speak to me this time. And just like before, just kind of bounced off it. Doesn't doesn't feel right oh, to wow. me. I don't know what it is. Wow.
3: I think Nintendo was really their GameCube era was a little rough. They were a little more yeah. experimental, and people were like, we just want. A better version of what you did before. We're yeah, not right. the craziness, right. and you see the same thing with Wind Waker, where I was like, "Oh, this is this is a little weird for me." So then yeah. started going back to like, oh, you this know. Is- well,
1: we can't, uh, yeah, I guess we don't need to go off on that because <laughs> I mean, there's, there's something with, with the, Zelda the whole episode. Wind Waker, yeah, the Wind Waker <laughs> controversy, yeah.
0: Save it for our Zelda episode, uh, which is yes. sure to come later on the 16-bit Gladiators, but uh for now, let's get back on the Mario train, all right, so we're Just, all really.
2: I do yeah. want to say, like, you know, the GameCube was an experimental age for, for Nintendo, but I, I do have to admit, I loved the GameCube, like, yeah. I, I wasn't in love with the N64. There were a couple of things about it that I that I de- I dug, but the GameCube games like really had this like for me this level of quality that I had been just dying to get. Like it, it, there was a there was the Mario game. There was a game called the Eternal Darkness that like totally yes. like knocked me on my you. ass. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Resident Evil remake that they released for it. Yeah. There there were so many things that they were doing with the N64 with the with the, uh, with the GameCube. GameCube. I was, like, completely on board for her. I was signed up for that. Uh, and it, it didn't disappoint. I was really upset when my sister had it stolen out of her car. Oh, no! Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: It is tiny and portable, uh, which can be a detriment as well. i <laughs> carrying it with you. But, uh, yeah, speaking of Resident Evil, also the home of uh, Resident Evil 4, considered uh, one of mm-hmm. the best Resident Evil games. Yeah, right. the, And the last time that Nintendo really was attempting to compete with the competition graphically and game-wise, graphically, like, yeah. you were having games you know like Prince of Persia that were released on GameCube, Xbox and PlayStation what 2 or yeah I guess
2: 2 at two, the time yeah, yeah. I guess 2 at that time yeah
0: and and it wasn't uncommon to see cross platform across all three of those uh game systems uh yeah. and they pretty much abandoned it that I think that was when they realized we're not going to play their game we're going to do our own thing we're going to release the Nintendo Wii in uh, 2009, I believe, or maybe it was 2008, which took the world it was by storm. Maybe even seven. Actually. 2006. Yeah, it was earlier. It was 2006? Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Well, it would be until 2009 before they released a Super Mario Brothers game proper for the Wii yep. in the form of a uh, new Super Mario Brothers. Now, um, maybe this was. In response to backlash from Sunshine and thinking eh, maybe 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 we don't only have to make 3D Mario games. Let's let's revisit some 2D Mario. Now that we have better graphics, now we can kind of do this kind of two and a half D, where we're where, where, we're 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 not using sprites anymore. We're, we're modeling our characters in 3D space, but still placing them in a side-scrolling 2D environment. Uh, mm. And man, that was just what the doctor ordered from me, because I yep. love me some new Super Mario Brothers. Yep. So uh, good. It, it brought back all of the things that we loved about Super Mario World. We hadn't seen a game like it since Mario World. Um, yep. And found a way to refresh it, and again, impeccable game design. And uh, yeah, I loved that first one. What about you guys?
2: So much personality oh, yeah. to it, like when you go through when you first start playing that game and you hear the music start playing and like the 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 enemy, the Goombas and the Koopa, they're like dancing. Yes, yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, right off the bat, like there's the presentation of that game. Like Joel said, it's like it's this weird homecoming, and it yeah. feels perfect. Yeah, and It was. Nice. I think it was the first one too
1: that that brought in like actual multiplayer. Like you could. That's you right. Could, team up with several people and play or screw other over as often <laughs> happened when you would jump on their heads and, and kick them down the down the holes yeah
0: l- let me ask a little tangent here since you brought that up jay like where do we fall on um two players simultaneous play in, in mario games because uh it, it sounds great uh but in <laughs> practice you're right it's a bunch of people jumping off each other's head when i've played it with jenna it's like one person has to decide to be the lead and the other person just kind of has to follow and almost mirror yep. that person's uh,
3: moves or yeah. shit goes sideways real quick. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, especially me, in the new Mario series, because you guys like collide with each other. You don't pass right through. Yeah, right. If you both try to jump off a platform and you run into your friend, you're dead. And yep. they made exactly. it. But... So yeah, they were still figuring that out then, I think. But have they well, even uh, figured it out? Like, is
1: there? I think I think that was intentional. Like, I think that was completely intentional because they still do it even in the newest ones. It's mm-hmm. still the same thing. Like that's that. right.
3: There's I a, think in 3D World though. You can to pass through added. each other and stuff. I think 3D World. In 3D has World.
1: Been, yes, you can. Yeah. Well, so, so maybe yeah, they've kind the, of. But the new Super Mario, the ones, oh, yeah, yeah. the new ones, yeah. Yeah, you could definitely um,
3: jump off each other's heads.
0: Uh, and, and really fuck up the uh, the other player. Go ahead, Joe. You know, yeah. if, yeah.
2: if you're just in it to play and have some fun with some friends to have a Mario party, if you will, um, <laughs> not <laughs> canon, not canon. <laughs> I think that I think that uh, it's it's a fun way to go. But yeah, if you're serious yeah. about trying to get through the game, you you don't want to do the two. player Yeah,
1: you don't work. want to do multiplayer at all with if you're if you're especially if you get frustrated easily because that is. The epitome of frustration to try to do that with multiple people. True. Yep.
4: Uh,
0: anything else to say about the new Super Mario Brothers? We'll get to the other entries in that series later on because it wouldn't be the last time we'd see new in front of Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. I think
1: the
3: first entry was on the DS, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, I said we, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We
0: wouldn't. Oh, that's right. Because in 2009 is when we had new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Oh, I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I almost forgot that original was on DS. That's right. Wow, it's, it's almost like yeah. you didn't prepare for this podcast. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at the timeline right here. It just uh, it didn't have the console written next to it. I thought I could do it from memory, but
1: uh, it's, it's, tough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's those tough. handhelds that I, that uh, I gloss over. Apparently, yeah, I I had found a a hack of the the DS version of New Super Mario Bros., that was called New Super Mario Brothers 3, and they basically recreated oh. Super Mario Brothers 3 in the New Super Mario Brothers nice. engine. Oh, man, I love and when it, they do that. And it was that. so awesome going through that again.
0: We'll have to have an old, a whole episode at one point where we talk about just modded games you know, that mm-hmm. uh, indie developers have taken on their own because there is a version of uh, Metroid that I have. That I bought at a black market sale or whatever it's the original Metroid game, but it's for Super Nintendo, where they took the Super Metroid graphics and recreated the original Metroid same thing and uh,
1: yep. it is isn't that zero mission? There is well, there's there's a mission that came out on the GBA, but then there is a hack of the Super Metroid oh, called okay. Super Metroid Zero or something like that, I think. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay.
0: I, I, actually they can't even use the Metroid name because it was uh or at least yeah. when I bought it, in order to avoid being sued, they called it something else. But it's 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 the original <laughs> Metroid with Super yeah. Metroid graphics, and it's great. Uh but that's not yeah, for this episode. It's, it's incredible. We'll talk about that later. Uh so yeah, but so you're right. Getting into uh, the Nintendo Wii and the real Uh, Super Mario game for Nintendo Wii. Back in the 3D world with, uh, man, a game that is near and dear to my heart. And I'll just show my hand right here. Is my favorite Super Mario game. That's right. The Super Mario
2: Galaxy from 2007 uh, for the Nintendo Wii. That's a good one, man. It's... um, it, it, it. I like how it incorporates a second player if you want to have one, but in a very non-invasive way. Right. Yeah. You're, you just shake the Wiimote around and pull <laughs> the jewels while I do all the hard work. It,
0: yeah. it does take a while to get used to those uh, um, mechanics, uh, and just just yeah, holding. We're so used; our, our brains are so trained to have both of our hands near each other in this position, holding a controller, mm-hmm. and now yeah. I found myself kind of doing that ed bundy lounge where i was just like had my hands <laughs> rested in my crotch because they can be wherever they need you got the little nunchuck and uh yep. you just point with the right hand and keep your um your analog stick in your left hand and play away but yeah um super mario galaxy for all my complaints about the camera in uh mario sunshine and of course you know mario 64 had its quibbles as well i i was afraid that um not being able to control the camera in Super Mario Galaxy was going to be an issue, uh-huh. but Nintendo was like, you don't have to. We solved it. You'll never think about where the camera is or where it needs to be because we've got it covered, and mm-hmm. it's it's brilliant in that way. and yep. the Just the concept of being able to walk around 3D objects, globes, gravity, being able to jump up, and if you're close enough to another planet or whatever, flip upside down and land there, Nintendo was like a kid in a candy shop with that game. Once yep. they were unleashed, the, the developers were unleashed with that mechanic. Just the uh, imagination and ingenuity with the game design and the graphics and the things you could do. Fuck, it, like I fell back in love with Super Mario with that original Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, cool! Yeah, no, just yeah, me. Nobody I, else see that. <laughs> no,
3: I no, think no, it's, I, I, um, it really was so really awesome that. See, I wasn't a big fan of the new Super Mario series. Oh. I was like, oh, this is too much like the old. And I liked where they were going with Sunshine. I liked this progression of the 3D Mario. Mm-hmm. So when Galaxy came out, it was like, oh, this is more what I'm looking for, where you every now and then you hearken back to the 2D days with those. They have those little 2D sections, you know? Oh, yeah. But it it amplified the 3D mechanics, like jumping around those planetoids, using the physics to launch yourself higher and higher. And like mm-hmm. that, to me, is like mario you know what i mean like that was like the pinnacle like this feels like what mario is supposed to feel like Mm -hmm. yeah super mario galaxy uh brilliant check it out and and i would say
0: uh, of the 3d mario all-stars compilation that was just released like that's what you buy it for like buy it if you're curious about mario 64 buy it if you you feel like you (laughs) want to give by curious super (laughs) uh uh, mario sunshine if you want to give that a chance but uh what you're really paying for is super Mario galaxy. And it is worth every coin of that, uh, $49, uh, yeah. that
3: soundtrack though. I mean that o- oh. first time a Mario game is orchestrated by a, like a quote unquote live orchestra. I That's mean, right. Golly. Yeah. So yeah, good. it's incredible. And that incredible.
0: really did kind of pave the way for the soundscape of Mario games, uh, to come. Uh, but, yep. but before we heard more of that, we had to go backwards uh, to the singing choir in the New Super <laughs> Mario Bros. franchise with uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, uh, yep. which was, yes, the sequel to the 3D, or I'm sorry, the DS New Super Mario Brothers. Uh And the first time we saw this uh, in HD, correct?
1: No. Yeah, that's right. Well, technically... Because the Wii didn't actually do HD. That's but, a good point.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. I should say uh, widescreen. The first time we had side scrolling. Yes, widescreen. In a yeah. widescreen format. Uh, and did we love New Super Mario Bros. Wii as much as the uh, the DS original?
1: I did. I did. I actually, I think I liked it a lot more. I think so um, too.
3: Um, Mainly yeah, just because that it was jump, you know, where you do the yes. flip. So the speed running capabilities were amazing. You could yes. jump yeah. it to the shake, and he does a little air flip. And That's right. Know, so cool.
0: Yeah, was that the
3: first time we saw that in a
0: Mario Brothers game?
2: I've yeah. gotta I've gotta make a confession right now. Like I got anything, another confession, confession to make, to make. Oh man. Um I hated the Wii. I hate the oh, Wii. Oh really and so <laughs> like the the control scheme for the Wii, like all the motion controls, the yeah. Wii and the nunchuck, I hated it. Like every moment of like I liked Wii sports. I play, I I I enjoyed that. Uh I I played uh Twilight Princess, I played the Super Mario games and I didn't enjoy it as much as I wish I had. In fact, like I was almost out on the new Super Mario Brothers franchise oh, no. after the experience on this one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See yeah. You
1: know, with the with that though, I mean they went back for Super Mario Wii, new Super Mario Wii was it played the with the Wii sideways, so it was like the traditional, yeah. you know, Nintendo controller it just, at that it point. Just, it just
2: did not feel the same. But way, it was then.
1: it was so because that controller, yeah, it was so thick mm-hmm. and small.
2: And I had a classic controller. I was too. just going to say, did they yeah. make a and classic controller work. for Wii? It,
1: it didn't, yeah, no, what? It, it didn't work it didn't work it didn't work for the game you couldn't play it with it What the you fuck? to play it with the, with the you side had that jump,
3: they didn't have a button implemented for uh, that yeah time. so you, you had to yeah you had to shake the controller well, the, what
0: anyway. is that yeah. controller good for if not for mario brothers smash smash, <laughs> brothers. Nah, smash brothers
3: there yeah, you yeah. go the golden eye remake mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, well, and it's
1: funny too because you know games like of course going on a tangent again the mario kart it worked with the with the classic controller that's so weird. Or you could use the the Wiimote in either the split mode or sideways and actually steer with it with the with hmm. the accelerometer in it. That ponders. So yeah, it's like why why limit? That's one of the things that really frustrates me with Nintendo is why when you have something like that, when you have something available to use that could potentially be better, why limit the 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 experience? Yeah. Can't can't have been that
0: hard to program that in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, Joe, if uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii didn't wet your whistle, um, maybe Super Mario Galaxy 2, the sequel to my favorite uh, Super Mario game, had a better impact on you because, uh, man, this was just more of uh, what you loved in Super Mario Galaxy, mm-hmm. and a lot of people consider it better than the first, which is mm-hmm. rare. Uh, well, maybe not for the Super Mario franchise, but uh, for sequels overall. What say
2: you guys? Was that on the Wii or was that on the Wii U? Also, also on the Wii. Wii. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep. Because it, it had the same controls. You still had the little pointer where you could collect sure. your star bits and wiggle it and make them uh, shake uh, or spin. I think,
3: I think that game, I think it's better than the first one, mm-hmm. like 10 times over. I think it implements all the stuff you know from Mario Galaxy. Not only that, but it also implements stuff you know from Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. And it just combines it into this perfect, beautiful game that, to me, that was Pinnacle Mario for a long, long time. Oh, wow, yeah, which yeah. is why
1: it surprised me that they didn't include it with the, ah. with the 3D All Stars. Mm-hmm. And and I have a suspicion there's there's kind of this conspiracy theory going around mm-hmm. that that their intention is that they're going to start selling it as a uh, just on its own, yeah. There's a
0: reason that uh, you'll no longer be able to purchase Mario 3D All Stars after March 31st of this year. Uh, and yeah, the yep. smart money is on uh, that on April 1st. I don't know why they'd choose April Fool's Day, but on April <laughs> yeah. 1st, you'd uh, be able to download uh, Super yep. Mario Galaxy 2, probably for the low low price of 29.99 on the yep. uh, Switch Store. When they would also release all three of the games individually for
2: individually that, of course. Or less, what so. if? What if? they made the All-Stars thing a limited deal because if you bought it, you would get that game for free (laughs) and everyone else had to pay for it. Well, Joe, uh, uh, if anybody
0: believes that, they haven't been paying attention to how Nintendo works. Nintendo, yep. (laughs) They are a business uh, first and foremost, and uh, it's the same reason why even after four years, we're coming up on the fourth anniversary of the Switch, they have never had a sale for the Nintendo Switch. And why would they? when they're still selling out across uh, the world out, yeah. at 299 Thanks, 99. So, yeah. 99 uh, So we'll see what happens on April 1st. If you're listening to this after April 1st, 2021, uh, we probably sound like idiots. You know what's happened. <laughs> Let us know how the future went. Uh, but for now, we're going to move on to uh, the much maligned, the next Nintendo console, the Nintendo Wii U, which uh, I think the majority of the panel here will... Uh, Stand up for, we'll back up, uh, the Nintendo Wii U. I love it, uh, Mark. Uh, love Mark it. The first time I played it was when you bought yours. You were living with me at the time, and I saw you and Tiff playing uh, Mario Kart, uh, and I was just in awe of the graphics. I didn't really care that you had to have a handheld with a 7-inch screen on it, because um, if you wanted to play the newest Nintendo games, that's where you were going to play them on uh, the Nintendo Wii U. And uh, that's where we had Super
3: Mario 3D... World, world. Well, before we go into 3D world, yeah, I think we talked about 3D. d just see, and I, I
0: did what I did before, yeah. and realized <laughs> that 3D land came out first on the man. Those handhelds, I neglect those handhelds, man. You sure you're did. Absolutely What's wrong right. with you. Before we had Super Mario 3D World, we had Super Mario 3D Land in 2011 on the Nintendo 3DS, which uh, I also played and uh, loved. How about you guys? Hands-down
3: best Mario game ever. It's a really good what? one. Man. Whoa, that's your top one, Mark? Top. I think that is the best Mario game ever made. Oh, wow. wow. From the wow. music to the graphics to the controls to the map and level design Everything in that game is perfect. That mm-hmm. is pure Mario essence right there. Wow. And you
2: could play it in actual three D. Yes. <laughs> turn on the turn on the depth. If you if you enjoyed that. Sometimes it would make me motion sick, but yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: I couldn't, but I learned uh I mean, yeah. I, I would prefer not to play my three DS games in three D. I always slide that slider down and in, in oh, the I off position. But for a game like that, it's kind of I don't want to say necessary, but your your gameplay is improved if you play it in 3d uh, yeah, because yeah. making yeah. some yeah, of those to limits... me that was
3: the huge game changer because previously yeah. the and the lighting too like right this is such a little thing but mario just always had a shadow that hovered underneath him this game the shadow was like free so it was more to real world and you relied mm-hmm. on that actual 3d depth to see where you're jumping and make yeah. sure you're measuring out your jumps appropriately i just think that that was so fun
0: You know, for me, it felt a little beta to me because uh, some of the camera angles, you know, I was praising the camera controls in the Galaxy games. I felt like it took a bit of a step back in 3D land uh, because there were a lot of levels where you're kind of like jumping down a hill and the camera kind of goes above you almost in this three-quarter angled view. Yeah. And I yeah. found it really difficult again without that 3D slider on to to make some of those landings. Even with the addition of the uh, the yeah. free shadow, as you mentioned, some of that yeah. camera tracking was rough. Yeah. yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah. Well, and that was one of the ones that they were they were kind of merging the 2D and the 3D Mario. Right. In that game, and even in the in 3D world, same way, where the camera is more at a fixed position. Rather than being able to just freely move it around and, and look at things. And uh you know, without the without that depth slider, it it could be rough. You're right. Yeah. It could be rough. Yeah. But even without it, it was doable if you, you know, if you were careful enough, I guess, or, yeah. or methodical enough and got enough one ups because you died a lot experimenting. And that did happen. Yeah. It was definitely a learning yes. curve for me.
0: Um yes. and so I, I can't give it a perfect score like you, Mark. Uh, but I, I sure got my enjoyment out of uh Mario three D Land on the three D S. Uh and before we got back into three D again, we had a couple more two D side scrolling entries in the new mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers uh franchise. Uh new Super Mario Brothers two for the um I guess the three D S just for the three DS, right? I don't, I don't I don't remember it having three D capabilities. Could you actually did it do anything if you had the three D slider on?
1: I don't believe so. Other than just adding a little bit of Looking depth to the 3D, to the yeah. land. which I yeah. think was just kind of a
0: mandate, uh, and Nintendo yeah. was trying to lead by example, like hey, we're going to add 3D yeah. in our 2D side-scrolling game, whether it needs it or not. Uh, right. But really enjoyed right. that one. It was more of what we loved in the others. Um, anybody have any dissenting opinions there? No, no, no. it's good.
3: No. I think it was the first time was Nintendo was solid. like, "Oh, these coins should probably have purpose, and there should be a reason, reason.
2: <laughs> other than score."
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first one they added, like a, a lot of emphasis on the coins, which I was like, yes, yes, this is good. Keep going. That's mm-hmm. true. They d- yeah, wasn't the subtitle like a
0: thousand golden coins or something like that? It,
2: I, I love how Nintendo at this point was slowly turning us all into like obsessive compulsive video game players. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, we've got to collect all of these and we've got to finish all of this. So we've got like over the years, Nintendo has made us all nutcases.
0: Yep. <laughs> this is the yep. Pokemon effect. Got to catch them all. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, uh, we we had an HD version of the new Super Mario Brothers um, uh, uh, franchise. We kind of had a little bit of Wii, but this is the first time we actually had 1920 by 1080 real yes. HD in the uh, HD. Wii U version of New Super Mario Brothers, which for mm. me, that's my favorite of the new Super Mario Brothers franchise. I think that was the culmination, yeah. uh, both graphically and from a design standpoint. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Agreed. Yep. It was also the first one that, that did the DLC that Joe talked about earlier with the, the Super Luigi U mm-hmm. which right. man, was more tough. yeah, that is which, so hard. yeah which I think was more just kind of a kind of like what they did with with um the Odyssey. Ah. Uh how they have the challenge levels that you can get to at, at the oh, later that's thing. Right. That's that's basically what uh what Luigi U was. Mm.
0: Never played that one, I got to admit, even though I owned it.
2: Oh man. Yeah, I I ended up uh Getting to the the Luigi unlocking like the Luigi stuff after doing all of the the Super Mario like getting all of the what is it is it coins that you get for all the levels in that one or is, and, is it stars yes it's the coin It's the coin the
1: five giant coins so or yeah
2: so I ended up doing that and I didn't even I didn't think that I was going to do all of the stuff that I did in that game and then I was like all right you know what I'm kind of feeling a little scrappy let's do the Luigi part too. And just finding out like how how little time you have to get through the levels and you have just as many challenges. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I could do this. That's not what this, I play Mario <laughs> games for. This yeah. seems a little bit, you know, yeah. masochistic. Yeah. yeah.
0: But what yeah. I do play Mario games for are uh, a little merging of 3D and 2D. Like we got in uh, Super Mario 3D World. Now, of course, we talked earlier uh, in the handheld, all all the the handheld versions are always called Land, right? We had Super Mario Land on the original Game Boy, and then uh, Mm -hmm. when Super Mario 3D Land came out for the 3DS, of course, it was only natural that we'd get a Super Mario 3D World for the home console, which we did for the Wii U. Um, and that is the game that is being re-released uh, probably as you're listening to this. February 12th, if you're a Switch <laughs> owner, there is no reason for you to not plunk down that 59 bucks or whatever if you've never played Super Mario 3D World because uh, it is, in my opinion, uh, one of the best. Started replaying it again uh, on the Wii U last night, just kind of wet my appetite uh, for the re-release and to prepare for this episode. And uh, yeah, man, forgot how much I loved it, how it brought back the The overworld that was introduced mm-hmm. in Mario Brothers Three all the way back in the eighties, uh, and uh, just kind of everything is kicked up a notch, and so colorful and vibrant, and the animations and things exploding, everything feels so big, and and it just feels like a candy shop, like everything's got a nice gloss and a gleam to it, um, in a way that I, I hadn't seen in a Mario game before, and certainly not in a three D Mario game. It's good.
2: No, it, yeah. it's a it's a great game. Uh, it it starts you right off giving you an idea of like the the scope that you're going to be dealing with Mm -hmm. you know like that make the first time i took one of those like um what is the trampoline that you jump on to get like you're trying to get to the end of that that level after you get cappy and like you take that first jump and it's like wow i am really like they are they're pushing the boundaries Of like, you know, how big the levels can be, how robust the levels can look. It's just, everything is super satisfying until, at least in my opinion, for me, I love a game that makes it worth my while. That gives me like value for my, for my money. Mm -hmm. But there is so much post game content here. Yeah. Like that. It's, it's a little overwhelming for me. And I know that's a very, it's a very unique, like subjective critique but like yeah there there was just there was a little too much afterwards where i'm like i do i really have to collect all these moons <laughs> yeah. do i really have to get all of this stuff is there seriously a boss rush mode that i have to do i don't think i have the patience for this and honestly like other than that this game would probably be in my top 3 but because of that for those reasons <laughs> it's like shark tank for those reasons i'm out <laughs> no um but because of that, because of just... And again, it's just how overwhelmed I felt. I kind of had to put it a little bit, just a tad lower on the list. But it's such an achievement in Mario gaming. And I have a hard time believing uh, that they're... And they will. They will top this game. But I have a hard time seeing how. Like, just how diverse the levels were. Uh, I, I still think a new Donk City is one of my favorite landscapes I just realized in a Mario game ever.
0: You're talking about Mario Odyssey, I just realized. <laughs>
2: yeah. Is that is that what we're talking about? No, we we're talking, about Mario. No, oh, no, or, we're talking
0: uh, 3D the, World. Yeah. Oh, the, oh man, I we moved on to Odyssey. <laughs> it's okay. I'm so sorry. Now we got <laughs> a couple of games in between there. But, uh, Joe hit
3: a warp pipe, he's in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs>
0: It's almost 11 o'clock. I'm exhausted. What, what's You're just on? like, let's get to the last fucking game and get this podcast over with. I, I hear you. but um, No, I, for
2: some reason, I thought you, I thought we had gone well, on to Odyssey. I'm so what, sorry. Well, what's
0: funny is everything you said, I think, actually kind of rings true for 3D World. It does.
3: Yeah, the post-game content, I still have not beaten all this stuff in Super Mario yeah. 3D World. Because I, I, so I
1: didn't realize you were talking about it until you, you
3: mentioned <laughs> like, the moons, and New it's New like, New City and the moons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Surely you
1: mean stars,
0: but uh, that's all astronomical. Um, I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think, I think the fun, when I started talking about Cappy, you guys, someone should have stopped me. I well, know. He I was like
1: what? he did have it though in in in, in 3D world. He, he did. I mean, it wasn't. I guess it was, technically wasn't called Cappy, but he did have his his hat. Then his hat, you know, became like the the cat suit. So it became funny. all the other things too. So he's always had kind of a Cappy. That remember
2: crazy. that time Joe had a stroke in the middle of the Mario
1: <laughs> podcast.
4: <laughs> no, but you're,
0: you're right Jay uh, another addition of uh, a, another animal that Mario could now turn into because we've had a raccoon we've had Danuki uh, what else have we had uh, worked their way through a, a couple frog, of, uh, frog the, that's and the, yeah, the right frog, and now and we the... had a cat man they really doubled down uh, on the cat the bee the aspect yeah, yeah. Ooh, the bee i forgot about the bee oh you get to turn to the bee and fly around don't you and, and stick yeah. to little honeycombs on the side yeah mm-hmm. it's another fun one um but yeah the the cat motif um they were really pushing hard to the point where it's even included in the logo itself it's got the little tail coming out mm-hmm. the end and uh, have we all
3: beaten mario world 3d mario 3- yes. 3d 3d the world? main game i haven't beaten any of the Post-game. The, game yeah, that's fine, because
0: I, I just want to talk about that ending and that final boss battle where... Mm. And M- Nintendo's been good about this with their last handful of Mario games where they're like, H- here's here's this new concept, this new gameplay, but we're going to save off the very last uh, surprise to the end where Bowser, of course, also turns into a cat and is mm. scaling the site. That last boss battle where... He's chasing you up the side of that tower, and it, everything you've learned in that game leads up to that moment. And yeah. I, through some luck, beat it on the first playthrough, but my palms wow. were sweaty the entire time. And I remember thinking, <laughs> this this game, and especially this level, is the perfect balance of challenge, but not impossible. Like, it, yeah. it is possible to beat that on the first try, uh, as I proved, and I and I think they've designed it in a way they want you to. They want you to yeah. do that. Uh, obviously, yeah. you know it's okay to make mistakes, but I just thought it was great balance of uh, of gameplay and challenge. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think that's that's kind of their one of their defining things with Nintendo is that they they they're so meticulous about designing things that are challenging but not so challenging that it's going to be frustrating.
3: Right. Another thing I think is cool about the mario games through time is how much they reflect on miyamoto the creator i mean Uh knowing that he takes inspiration from his real life as he comes up with the ideas for these games and i guess now he's just like a cat grandpa and he's just like (laughs) i just really love cats let's make everything cats
0: (laughs) well he's japanese that's great they're obsessed with it over there for some reason right All right. Well, uh, so if you haven't played Super Mario 3D World, you'll have your opportunity uh, this Friday, February twelfth. Pick it up. Great game. You'll hear exactly what we're talking about.
1: Uh, but we've got. What, about- mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, from what I've been hearing with the with the Bowser's, Bowser's Fury, Fury, is that it, it's basically an entire another game worth yeah. of content. It's not just like a couple of levels that they added to it there's like a whole separate section to it yeah that's that's gonna be that's gonna be cool i'm looking forward to it
0: i am too uh not looking forward to paying full price for it again though because (laughs) i've already bought this game once and i wish they i wish they would reward wii u users and this would be a great way to reward it what about for those of us who bought it who had faith in the system when it was released i already own it i'll pay 20 bucks for a dlc just let me download it i don't want to pay 60 bucks for the game again
1: yeah, the the way that I kind of look at it is apologize you know, for you. them. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I kind of look at it like it was kind of the same thing with like Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. It 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 was not only the base game, but it had all the DLC that came with it. Mm. You know, so you were getting everything for the sixty bucks versus sixty bucks for the base game plus twenty dollars for like three separate different DLCs that True. you had to get for it. So I'm kind of seeing that with with um, you know Mario uh, 3D World with this Bowser's thing. If Bowser's Fury is like the like I've been hearing, it's a whole other separate game. I kind of justify that by okay, well I'm paying for Bowser's Fury essentially the sixty dollars, right. I'm getting Super Mario 3D World for free.
0: Fair enough. Except I hear that uh, it's only like a four to six hour experience, and uh, really the, the meat of the the purchase is in. The original 3D World game. 3D but, World, uh, yeah. Okay. It's, I, I, what am I going to do, right? It's a new Super yeah. Mario game. I'm just going well, to have to fight
1: it. Yeah, and and there are worse four- to six-hour games that I could think of that, <laughs> that have true. cost $60. So, you know, That's I, a good point. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh,
0: but none of them are Super Mario games. Uh, and right? the same would be said for uh, Super Mario Maker, which uh, was released on 2015, also on the yeah. Nintendo Wii U. Uh, I owned it, and uh, what a great idea a great expansion of the franchise and a way to keep the 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 mario uh properties kind of fresh uh yeah. and, and opening it up to the community uh because i guess this has been a, a trend you know with homebrewers for decades yep. now and then nintendo was like well fuck we can do this
2: and charge full price for it and
0: we don't even have to well, make in, the levels
2: and I thought yep. that was that was kind of a brilliant move that mm-hmm. like you know you're you like you said, like we're now living in an age where there's homebrews, you've got the Kaizo Mario games uh that people are streaming now, and like it's getting really popular, so it was brilliant for Nintendo to say, like, okay, tell you what here's the source files for making levels yourself, <laughs> yeah. go ahead and make the levels and have at it, go for it, play each other's levels, have fun, and it was what got me to ultimately. I had a Wii U mm-hmm. uh and I played I think I played Zombie U on it and that was it <laughs> uh and then I ended up selling it and then when Super Mario Maker came out that's when I got the Wii U again Oh you did <laughs> and got like 3D World and and got Mario Maker and in fact I still have the instruction booklet for Mario Maker from when I bought the Wii U mm. um and I got the version that came with the 8-bit Super Mario Amiibo uh, I think that was the big nice. selling point. I was like, All right, you've got this. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna buy this system because of this little plastic toy that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, no, I I love Mario Maker. I love what they let you do in Mario Maker. Yes. That's a franchise that I hope just keeps on going.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And I, I hope that they expand it to their other franchises. That that oh, kind yeah. of mechanic. Oh yeah. Metroid Maker Zelda you know, Maker Zelda Maker Zelda Maker. Can- they they kind of have Maker. Zelda
3: Maker in the last it, Zelda yeah. that came out. Yeah, so. Link's Awakening, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
0: feels like that was a little bit of a trial run, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. All right, but back to Super Mario games, because we're nearing the end here. Hold on, guys. I know it's a long episode, but... Uh, <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Not a more important uh, franchise in video gaming than Super Mario. Uh, so much to, to the point where he finally made his debut on mobile phones. Nintendo finally, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but I, I think the only reason we have them now is because uh, of the death of the president of Nintendo at the time, who was very yeah. hardened in his views that uh, we're not going to make mobile games. Uh, and yep. uh, they finally let up on that in the last few years. And we now have Super Mario Run, which uh, I downloaded, Jenna downloaded, and for a while, that was like our therapy, like yeah. the, <laughs> the mechanic. And I love it's not just a port. Um, because you know Nintendo, as we talked about earlier, is always trying to find uh, n- new ways of, of control. Uh, and instead of adding something here, they've kind of stripped away, uh, you know, buttons basically, uh, yeah. and, and realized that you know mobile games are kind of hard. You can't just do a one-to-one translation. I can't imagine trying to play a game like New Super Mario Brothers on a mobile device. But Super Mario Run, where you don't even have to move, Mario is constantly running forward; hence the namesake. Yeah. And uh, you just control when he jumps. You tap anywhere on the screen, he'll jump. He can do it with a double jump off the wall. And this introduced all new sorts of ways to navigate the mazes and levels. Uh, and, man, is it addictive. Uh, we spent a lot of hours, never paid anything for that, but uh, would gladly pay
2: uh, for Super Mario run. How about you guys? Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know. I, I, I like it. I, I played it for about a, you know, about a month or so, and I don't think I've touched it since. I, I there's there's just kind of a lack of engagement in it for me uh that I'm just I don't know I didn't I didn't dig. Yeah. There's... Well, it, it it is. It's because it's
1: you know, it, it's so stripped down, it's so simplified. Yeah. And I I don't think I don't view it as a like a proper Mario game where I was about
2: to say the same thing that I'm surprised this made Joel's list because I was like <laughs> I don't know if this really counts, man. I think you're overcompensating for missing out on the other mobile titles. <laughs> maybe,
4: maybe <laughs> I am. But uh,
2: but yeah, like this one doesn't really
1: register on my list. Yeah, but yeah, I think it. I think it was mainly intended to be just something to kind of pick up and play for a minute or two, and then put it down and, and yes. You know, see that's
2: I guess while. that's fine if there wasn't already a library of mobile Mario games that I could play on other systems yeah good point yeah you know but but I hear you I mean that's kind of if you don't embrace the future, if you don't evolve, you die, and I think you know while I understand that mentality of let's never get into mobile gaming, I don't think that that's a viable option if you're going to have a successful business true you know you have you have to embrace that because if no other reason. You're going to learn from developing something for the mobile outlet. You're going to learn from that. And there's probably plenty that you could then translate over into one of your other console games. So I'm sure Run has its value from a development standpoint. It's, you know, it's got to be there. I just, it just, I hate repeating myself. It just wasn't for me. Yeah,
3: I hear you. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. It was a fun time, though. And I think it was cool that they tried giving you as much of a real Mario experience on the mob- on the mobile platform as they could mm-hmm. and i like that they leaned they did the same thing with Mario Maker where they l- not only did- is it for casuals but they also leaned into the speedrunner market with these yeah. this speedrunning where you race against your friends or whatever and i think yeah. that that was really cool mm-hmm. yeah
0: I agree. uh you're right maybe it doesn't belong in this canon uh list but uh goddamn it there it is uh before we move on to <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I know Joe is eager to talk about uh, Odyssey, as he already started. But before we do that, I just want to Just splice
2: in what I said
0: here. No, let me... We'll we'll, we'll talk about it proper, um, but we're going to save it for last. But before we do that, we already talked about Super Mario Maker. Uh, And in in the summer of 2019, we got the sequel, Super Mario Maker 2, which basically, uh, same game, kind of changed because we no longer had the Wii U pad, uh, which made it really easy to kind of use the stylus and drag and drop. Your elements, yeah. Uh, so, kind of changed the 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 way you create the levels there, but opened it up uh, to other games in the Mario franchise, Mario 3D oh, World. Yes. Um, it, there was a rumor for a while that we would finally see a Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, skin. There
4: are, yeah. Did they finally are. release that
2: for characters? They have characters that are Super mm-hmm. Mario 2 skinned. Yeah, but, but not they, level they, design. They have, but but not. Le- I don't think level design. Mm. Uh, and you've got Zelda. Zelda character oh, skins yes. that you yep. can use use their powers. They they open the door to so many other things in Mario Maker Two. Again, that's why I'm saying like keep this franchise going because yeah. it's just it's firing on all cylinders. And for for someone who doesn't like the create your own uh, kind of video games, mm-hmm. like as everyone said, like dude, you got to play Minecraft. You would love Minecraft. I don't. I really don't. But I love Mario
0: Maker Two. Well, so, and and the good news something. the good news about Mario Maker Two and and, and it was a welcome addition is that you didn't have to make any of your own levels because yep, yep. there were 99 new levels. <laughs> it's got 99 problems, but new levels aren't one. Uh, <laughs> but, but the Switch ain't won. The, the Switch ain't one. that's right. <laughs> uh, it was basically like buying a brand new... It, it's more of a sequel to Super Mario World than Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World 2, was. Yes, yeah. Uh, because here we are uh, playing newly designed levels in the style of your old favorite 2D Mario games. Um and just brilliant and trying new things and and I that's one thing that I love about the sequel that they didn't do with the original which they yeah. made it its own game. There's this overworld, mm-hmm. there's a story, there's got a, a progression of of levels to go through. I never felt like I had to hop online and play some of these impossible levels that other people yeah. were designing. Here's enough of a challenge and enough freshness uh, in the Mario franchise for me. Yeah, uh, definitely a market
1: improvement over the original. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and one of the later updates they did on it too was they they. Did the um where you could actually take and make uh worlds in oh, that's it right. where you can have the yeah, have a of full overworld map. That's
2: right. You can build your own Super Mario world. Yep. One of the things like it like you had said, Joel, like you could play casually, you could play your own game, but then you could see like hardcore players doing that. There's one of the things like I watch a lot of speedrunners that play Mario Maker. In fact, that's one of my favorite games to watch people on Twitch play. Yeah, me too. And but to watch some of them do that thing where, like, they, they have, they're holding a shell and they throw the shell and they bounce off the shell while it's, and I'm like, I can't do that. No, there's yeah. no way I can't yeah. do that. I feel almost feel how like do you
0: do this. It's almost like hacking the game, like, the game shouldn't be able to be played this way. Yeah, <laughs> and yet there it is. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, how could they yeah. possibly improve on this in Mario World or in Mario Maker 3?
2: I think just adding more level options and yeah. adding more, like, yeah. diving into some of the other Nintendo franchises, allowing you to play as Samus in a Mario game mm-hmm. or on a Mario I level. Know. Like, I think that's part of the fun is being able to play as other characters. Like, there was some... Um... Oh, dude, what was the, uh, the home brewer guy? He was making... He made, like... Uh... Oh, it... you the one with like uh all the different characters in the original yeah. mario game yeah, yeah you could play yeah. as the guys from contra in mario or you could yeah, be mega was, man yep, like simon Belmont's in there. yeah simon yeah, Belmont, and that. it's like to to try to challenge people to make levels that you could finish with any of these characters like because the the jumping mechanic for mario and the jumping mechanic for simon belmont in castlevania 2 are completely completely different. different. And so to to challenge someone to be like, all right, you've got to make a level that could be finished with any one of these characters. Mm -hmm. And that's fun. That's a cool little challenge.
3: I think in that same vein like instead of going super mario maker making it super nintendo maker yeah you can merge gameplay mechanics so you go from a side scrolling mario level go into a pipe and suddenly you're in top down zelda and so on and so forth i think that would be really really cool jay
2: you and i have talked about that for many years really
3: that's a great idea jay
2: Jay and i have had some ideas where we wanted to like meld several nintendo franchises into one like epic story game Uh, Oh, yeah
1: that's yeah why not yeah
2: we we even had like
1: we even had did a whole write-up kind of a story we had a storyboarded uh, boarded out we sketched
0: on, it for I mean, it yeah, kind of yeah. like, yeah. a, like a kingdom hearts with nintendo characters huh? <laughs> pretty <Basically, laughs> much yeah, That'd yeah be basically. awesome.
3: Uh, well, well, either let's... that or going the 3d route and letting you build out 3d levels like with lego blocks kind of and holy yeah, shit. building a 3d mario it would be cool uh, that
1: would be very cool to see something like that in a wow mm-hmm. in a sequel or a, a third one Man, the level of complexity
0: to do that and to plan out, um, maybe beyond the average user, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I would play it. I'd be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Well, until uh, Super Mario Maker Three comes out, uh, the only the newest Mario game we have uh, is the one that Joe is chomping at the bit to talk about. Chomp chomp <laughs> I,
2: already, I already talked about it.
0: <laughs> and uh, Super Mario Odyssey from two thousand seventeen for the Nintendo Switch, the latest, real, true. 3D Mario game in the same vein as uh, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, even more so than Mario Galaxy, which uh, was kind of uh, not quite linear, uh, but more linear than uh, than this open world uh, version of Mario,
1: which we hadn't really had before. Thoughts on Mario yeah. Odyssey? Um, I, I dug it, and and kind of the opposite thing, like where Joe was talking about all, all the collecting, all the moons, and everything. Mm-hmm it's kind of the same way that I feel about the, the Korok seeds in, in breath of the wild, you know, they're, they just give you so many of them and they're all over the place. And they're, I love that you can collect them multiple times without leaving the level. Right. Yeah. That's one of the things like with the N64, once you collect the star, you're kicked out of the level and you got to go back into the level to Mm -hmm. go to the next one. And even galaxy is kind of the same way. Um, so this one is like you could you could collect all of the moons in a level, yeah. and then leave the level, mm-hmm. and then and and go on your own uh, on your own deal, and that that to me was some that was like a major like quality of life improvement yes. for especially as a you know somebody older gaming and not really having a lot of time. You're not your time isn't being so much wasted. If you want to get all that stuff, you're not having to take all that extra, even though it's, you know, 10, 15 seconds, mm-hmm. doing that 30 times for a level, it'll add up a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I, I I dug what they did with it, and, and I'd like that they did it in a way that you didn't have to collect every one of them. Right. You just needed enough to get the stuff that you wanted. Yeah, you just needed enough to unlock mm-hmm. if you wanted to do the the moon levels yeah. which i think it was only like 500 unlock at that yeah. and it's i, like I half... had that almost halfway through the game exactly you know, yeah. I, I hadn't even gotten to the end of the into the game yet and i already had like 500 mm-hmm. moons just because i was obsessed yeah. with clearing out every level this
0: is a, this is a great game to watch speed runs of on twitch because yes. uh yeah yes. the people who know where everything is hidden and have methodically uh, mapped out the 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 path uh yep. the quickest way to get them all It's just mesmerizing, and it's so um, fun to watch and fun to play. This, uh, I think, was number three on my list behind Mario Galaxy and Mario World as far as Mario games. When it came out, I felt it was like the ultimate Super Mario game because it it Mm -hmm. melded all of the things, all the past 30, I guess at that point, two years worth of Mario that we learned from the 2D side-scrolling Uh, levels which are in here in a certain way, Uh, even the old sprites they've lifted, the whole game just kind of feels like a love letter to the Super Mario World franchise. And, uh, man, I don't think he's ever controlled better. He's never played better. It feels so just buttery smooth. The the game... It's constantly at 60 frames a second uh, and yep. colorful and and, and and no voice acting. That's yeah. right, yeah. Well, that's yeah. not true, yeah. actually. We've got, uh, what's her name? Well, you a little to...
2: bit when you're in New Donk City. <laughs> that's right. <There's laughs> Pauline. Some of yeah.
0: Rosalie, uh, yeah, Pauline. That's true. Pauline does, does a lot of talking and singing
2: in this game. And right? singing, yeah. that's right. I don't even mind the songs. origin. Everybody knows the origin of Pauline right. is in Donkey Kong. Don't that's why she appears in New Donk City. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Have you guys ever done the, uh, did you put together the, uh, the, the switch VR? No, for the, Not the, yet. the cardboard labo. Oh, yeah, yeah. The cardboard Yeah. labo The Yeah. So I, um, I did because they were like, Oh yeah, you could play, you know, we've, we've specifically made some 3d stuff, uh, some VR stuff for super Mario, uh, Odyssey and for breath of the wild. And it's like, okay, cool. Um, it just didn't it, it didn't have the same feel it didn't feel worth it like that was the reason i got that labo was because ooh i want to play i want to try vr um first of all their whole idea of how to do vr is just terrible and ill thought out <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh but yeah the levels themselves are just kind of like huh so you can like be looking around but it, it's tough to play the game cuz you're still third person view so you're playing mario and like but you want to look around and you can't like, with, cause you have in front of your face cause you're, you're playing, but you want to look around. like, that's what I want to do when I'm playing a VR game. I want to move around, but then also look and see around me. And yeah. you don't quite get that capability. Uh, so don't fall for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe a little bit late of a warning since that came out like two years ago. But yeah. It, uh, no, it, everything that Joel said is correct. And just a. Go back to what I said when you were talking about Super Mario. World. <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful game. And it would have been in my top three if it wasn't for all the post-game content. Like uh. what Jay was talking about. There's so many moons. There's so much crap to, uh, to collect. And like I said, if Mario games have done anything, it's made me an obsessive compulsive player. And I've had to try to train myself to not do that anymore. Uh, and Mario Odyssey made it really tough.
3: Uh, yeah yeah. and i would say that like you said joel it takes everything that's been the culmination of mario and wraps it in a nice clean package and it is like the pinnacle of mario it's like this is the best it's gonna be for right now until the next one and i think that um so funny enough i had mentioned on another episode that i didn't have a switch until animal crossing came out last march but you had lent me your copy of mario i did didn't i to play on a Person switch that i was borrowing because i really wanted to play mario mm-hmm. and you were like hey are you have you beaten it yet because i would really like my game back because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you're like I, i've been wanting to play it i i already beat it but i want to play it again yeah, so i, yeah, I know you Addictive. to a lot
0: i do mm-hmm. and, I, and i love the new mechanic they introduced with cappy joe that you talked about before where um he, he can transform into any of the enemies i think i think there's like a hundred or so different things mm-hmm. that uh, mario can inhabit uh, the, the soul of basically and control in this game, I think it's a, it, much in the same way that Galaxy kind of opened up the Mario uh, world, no pun intended, uh, into mm-hmm. the, this new form of gameplay. Cappy has done that for Mario, and I hope to God they're working on a Super Mario Odyssey two, because uh, I would love to see a direct sequel to this game, if not just some like DLC uh, levels that they can they can add
1: on to. Yeah. It. Great game, yeah. There, there's definitely some rumors going around that there's that there's an Odyssey 2. I mean, why wouldn't uh, there be? If it's not in development, at least, yeah. At well, least I mean, rumors that they're going they,
0: to. They're working on another Super Mario game, that much is sure. And as long as yeah, Nintendo is yeah. around, they will be creating new Mario games. And you have to imagine, since this was... It wasn't quite a launch game, but it came out in 2017. I want to say mm-hmm. like six months, five, six months after the switches launch something around there. Yeah. And here we are coming on year four. Um, you got to imagine there's got to be, and, and I know they've been biting their time by re releasing all these Wii U ports. But uh, as we mentioned, they are out of ports <laughs> come this Friday to uh, port over. So it's uh,
2: time for some oh, fresh, they could still
1: do star Fox. They could do, yeah, they well, can do star Mario. Fox.
2: Here's my thing. Like Nintendo and I may be mistaken, but they seem to do this right before they announce a new system. Yeah and yeah. i'm thinking like the next generation like whatever sw- is coming after the switch, switch pro i feel like i feel like that's where this new mario game is meant to land hmm. um because yeah like like you said it's been four years and, i don't know man you I... know the, the life cycle of a system is like has become shorter and shorter over time i think who what had the longest life cycle was it the ps2 was around uh... for like forever well, it was the p s three
1: and the always oh, the p s three yeah and the xbox three sixty now I mean i guess in in terms of before they actually completely ended any support for the system, it would have been the p s mm-hmm. two um, because that was like two thousand to two thousand and fourteen or something like that, yeah, but the actual major sales lifetime was only to like two thousand and six or mm-hmm. something like that.
2: And I mean they're they're coming to a close on the three DS. I mean, I don't think they've made no. anything for the three D S. Three D S is dead. Uh oh yeah. It's <laughs> pretty much dead. I mean, yeah. Switch is covering both the handheld and the console market for them yep. now. Yep. yep. So yep. yeah, like what why would you still support the three D S even though there's still some fun stuff there? Hmm. Um well, I don't know. I'm actually surprised
1: they held on as long as they did with it. Yeah, true.
2: that's
0: true. It's it's yeah. weird that we had we lived in a world where Switch and 3DS were both available, with mm-hmm. just like fifty dollars apart, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In price, uh, I I don't know. I think the the Switch has such a huge install base now, and it's ever growing. Uh, they'd be leaving money on the table by not releasing a sequel, uh, even if it's not as great as the original, because the the millions of people who already own Switch, you know, they're going to pick up Mario <laughs> Odyssey two or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Uh, I think by holding ...holding off and making them buy another console, uh, they would be making the same mistake they made with the Wii U. And we saw how that turned out. So
1: uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get a Mario Odyssey 2. I, I do hope with whatever they do come out with as far as the next console, mm-hmm. I, I hope that they follow along what they did with the, the DS. Well, actually, the, the Game Boy to the Game Boy Advance to the DS, how you could play all of the old games moving forward. So I'm hoping whatever this new console
2: is, you'll still be able to play your Switch games on it. Yeah, I think backwards compatibility has become such an important thing for gamers. True. Yeah, I mean we're we're yeah. seeing that with like the PS5. I can still play, I think, pretty much all my PS4 games on the mm-hmm. PS5. Yeah, the only reason I keep my PS3 is because I have one of the ones that's backwards compatible all the way back to PS1. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's important I for me really that I inv- I've invested in these games. Uh, it's important for me to be able to still play it without having to keep like every system that I've bought over the past 20 right. years. Right. Um, so I, I I dig that. So I think that there will. But I also think that's why the push to digital, you know, yeah. that like mm-hmm. if you get something on digital, then you could just, you know, unlock the license for whatever new system that you get. I mean, that's counter to what I like doing. I like owning my right. game. Uh, you know, a, co- a couple of examples, the Scott Pilgrim game. If you didn't buy it on the 360, they delisted it. They took it off the marketplace. There was no way to get it for the longest time until they just re-released it now cross-platform. Yep. Uh, they took it away from you. It was there's was a digital version. I mean, I don't think they went into people's individual accounts and took it away, but they definitely weren't supporting it. You could play it, but if you ran into a problem, like yeah, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's that Transformers game Devastation that like it was on the like the PS Shop uh eShop then they took it down there was no that game unless you bought a physical copy of it and i think with uh with a couple of the wwe games they not only took some of those games down but like when hulk hogan got into his legal trouble Mm -hmm. they took away the downloads like to be able (laughs) to use his character so i don't want to come i don't want to pay my money to get something and then have someone have the opportunity to take that away. Like yeah. that's why I like having the physical stuff. That has nothing to do with what we're talking yes. about here. You know, if you're still so uh, it is it is a tangent that I will happily go <laughs> f- fall down that rabbit hole. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, what would you like to see if if you know in this Mario Galaxy or Mario Odyssey? Yeah, I'd what, like to see Mario you,
0: Galaxy three. You what what nailed would,
2: it. What would you? No, but what would you like to see in the next Mario game that we haven't seen yet? Mm, that's a great question. Oh my god! Yeah, let me think about this.
3: I really want the return of a 3D hub. I I really loved the Peaches Castle in Super Mario 64. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I love the Super Mario 3D or Super Mario World map style hubs, mm-hmm. but I really love open hubs. Yeah, a lot.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, especially something like that where you can explore the hub too, and there's stuff to find and unlock and do things in the hub. It's not just you know, here's a, here's where you go to this level, here's where you go to this level type thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, I was kind of half kidding, but uh, my heart it, it still yearns for a Mario Galaxy 3. If you do a Google search for that, you'll find uh, several other people who feel the same way. Uh, for me, that's just the pinnacle of Mario uh, gaming. So inventive, so many things you can do when you add gravity and uh, him being able to walk around three dimensions. I miss that, and I would love to have a pro controller uh you know modern style of control uh in that in that world where maybe i can control the camera a little bit yeah um all right well hey we did it we went through 35 years worth of the super wow. mario games without even touching any of the other franchises spin-off franchises uh and we have a super super sized episode for super mario so uh Thanks, guys for being on show and uh, thank you guys for listening if you have uh, want you go to our Facebook page and share what your favorite Super Mario game was uh, you can also tweet me again um, at 16-bit gladiators on Twitter uh, and you can find all those links on 16-bit next week what are we gonna do next week I think we've decided we're gonna tackle the topic of fighting games games fighting games and and specifically, you know, not talking about games like Final Fight or Streets of Rage, which technically have fighting in them, but we're talking about games like Street Fighter 2, where uh, yes. people fighting against each other, either at home or in an arcade, and just the cavalcade of copycat games that came... Uh, some that are still around today, some that have died, uh, others that have morphed into something else and rebooted and reborn themselves. Uh, we are lousy with fighting games, so much so yes. that uh, we are going to devote an entire episode to some of our favorite fighting games from the last 30 or 40 years. So uh, join
2: us next and week. even a Super Mario fighting game that, with Smash Brothers. That's
0: right, yes. Yeah. That's so right. Us talk about that uh, next nice. week when we talk about fighting games on the 16 bit Gladiators. Jay, thanks again for joining us. Good job thank you Joe always lovely to hear your voice and
2: contribution (laughs) yeah uh, so I love the the game it's just that and Mark uh, thanks (laughs) for uh, (laughs) gracing us
0: with your presence uh, and your Mario hats which uh, while the the audience is missing out but visually it really added uh, to the atmosphere today so uh, let me
3: scratch it and make an ASMR moment here (laughs) (laughs) you guys have any plugs before we call it
2: a night I do uh, we just dropped the latest episode of the Geek Roundtable podcast that I guested on. I saw uh, this one about superheroes. We talked about our favorite superheroes and uh and I was just I just recorded a couple more episodes this past weekend. So uh be on the lookout the next couple of months as I uh continue nice. my guest run on the Geek Roundtable podcast. Really fun stuff there. Um you know how I get super verbose here and make every podcast go hours and hours longer than they need to be. Mm-hmm yeah they're starting to feel that pain over there it's, it's it's so funny that the host kenny he's like all right so just really quick i just really quickly want to like he, he makes sure he says like about rapid fire like five or six times just really quick just a quick five second answer just really quick and i'm like oh okay i hear you and now i'm gonna go ahead and raise <laughs> five seconds okay so this started in 1977 when uh, <laughs> it's a fun time and I get to, you know, get to talk with some uh, some some different people, and I can't help but feel like I'm cheating on my friends here. Yes, whenever I I'm feel on. that way as
0: well. Oh
2: my <laughs> god! <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the Geek Roundtable podcast talking about superheroes. Yeah, subscribe
0: there. I started listening to it the other day, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. So hear him there, uh, but hear us next week on the 16-bit Gladiators. Jay, thanks again, Joe. Always a pleasure. Uh Which is all mine. Mark, uh, you are welcome back anytime. Thanks. All right, we'll see you next week on the 16 bit lineators. Bye guys. Hoki <laughs>
2: uh, Thank uh, you so cool. much for to be listening to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there it is.
4: That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now?
0: You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.